1: Enter the hideout. up. How happy you she does and be heard.
2: What, what, what's new? What are you doing, Hefe? Ah, what's new, J-Dubs? Welcome to the Hideout, Real Radio 104.1, funniest night show in America, best nighttime entertainment in Orlando. We're your hosts, Hefe and Dubs. The question tonight is, can you be somebody? 407-916-1041-888-978-1041, star
3: 1041 888 978 1041 star 1041 on your singular wireless phone, pick up the phone, call in, be somebody on the Hideout.
2: That is Matt Albert, third Mike in the Hideout, probably his last week here. Uh, From what I understand in the email I just got about the monsters this morning. That is uh, Chunks, executive producer of The Hideout. He mans the AOL Instant Messenger Real Radio Hideout. Tommy Bateman, the director, tomorrow night at this very time, he will be at Patty McGee's Irish-American Bar for the Hideout Happy Hour pre-party. There are directions and everything you need, because he is responsible for the content on The Hideout page on realradio.fm. By the way, a whole bunch of new stuff on there that we'll talk about in just a little bit. RealRadio.fm, the Hideout page. That is Gibbs, the unpaid producer. Hi. He uh, screens your phone calls. And also, he's your host for the Hideout Headlines Game Show, which will happen in just about 15 minutes. Uh, you heard the headlines and the Phillips file. You turn them into the prizes here in the Hideout. Uh, so make sure you stay tuned for that. After the Headlines Game Show will be the first qualification tonight for the 2006 Hideout Wholesale Furniture Market Bowl Bowl. What's going on is whenever you hear the sounder, you call in, and if you're caller seven, I believe it is, you get qualified to win a $1,000 recliner from the Wholesale Furniture Market, which I believe, if you win it on Friday's Bowl Bowl, then you can have just in time for the Super Bowl this Sunday. Nice.
3: So you have a nice
2: new comfortable chair to sit in. For the Super Bowl, so we get you qualified for that. After the headlines game show, then eight fifteen, nine fifteen, and ten fifteen tonight. Alrighty, um, dubs a lot to get to this evening on a uh, Wednesday night. Uh, first of all, it is Wednesday night, so that means at ten o'clock. What's on the web? By Tommy Bateman, Tommy uh, scours the internet and finds things that he likes to uh, play for you and share for you every Wednesday night at ten. What's on the web? There's also a, a portion for what's on the web, the links to everything that we've Mm -hmm. done so far on uh, the hideout page on realradio.fm. Dubs, tonight, we talked about it yesterday at the very end of the show. We're going to do Oscar bets slash predictions, Mm -hmm. all right? And here's what's going to happen. Everybody here in the hideout will pick the winner for every single category, uh, at least the majority of the categories. Whoever picks the least um, gets the least amount of matches or the least correct as far as guessing who wins. We'll have to go camping with the heretics. And we haven't run this past Chick-fil-A jump, but they ask us to do it all the time. And we'll specifically have to sleep in the tent of the craziest heretic, Zeppelin.
4: I imagine
3: those eyes glow at night. You know, you just look over at him, you just see, like, it's uh, Pee-wee's Big Adventure. And uh, when he's out in the woods and all those animals are around him, glowing.
2: Like the outback. So that, we will make our selections tonight for the Oscars. And none of us, I believe, I've probably seen the most out of the movies that are nominated in that I saw Crash and Syriana. I've only seen Crash, so. Otherwise, I think we're screwed. And I, I think it's fair. I think that actually levels the playing field. Yeah, none of us are
3: really experts on the uh, big Oscar movies this year.
2: Um, also, too, uh, in the third hour of the hideout, hideout door prize blowout, Tommy Bateman insists that people will be having a tough time winning this evening because it is Tommy's TV trivia.
5: Yeah, I, I'm actually going to... Oh, I forgot to email it to myself, first of all. But I remember most of the questions, so I'm actually rewriting it to make it a little easier, because even Matt Albert was having trouble with it.
2: Can you? Are you willing to throw out just one question now to tease? And we won't use the question later on, but we can see how tough it is? This I think this one's fairly easy, and I actually it gave you a
5: little bit of trouble. What were the names of Brandon and Brenda Walsh's parents on
2: 90210? Ooh. Okay, now that is a show that we all watched. God, and I know the answer. He told
6: me the answer, and I can't remember it right now. Donna David? and Jim. No,
5: Donna. David? You said this before. Donna's a character on the show, one of the chicks. David. It?
2: No,
3: David's another character on the show. He was the yes. DJ over, over at uh,
5: over at the Peach Pit After Dark.
2: Right, isn't it? <laughs> isn't it Jim and some Kelly and Jim?
5: Jim and Cindy Walsh.
2: Son of a bitch. Alright, so those are kind of the questions you'll be asking tonight?
5: Yes. Ty I hated Jim.
2: What? He was a
5: fair man and a good father. <laughs> he and he, he so uh, always showed Brandon right from wrong.
3: Yeah, but he be, he wasn't he holding all of uh uh the money of what's his name? Uh uh Dylan.
5: Yeah. Yeah, I think he secretly beats. Alright,
2: so those that's that's just one example of the question that we'll be getting to later on. By the way. You're all out of money, Dylan. We have badass prizes. We got tickets for the Wu-Tang Clan Reunion uh, February 19th over at the Hard Rock Live in Orlando. Spread your wings. Ultimate Fighting Championship Boiling Point on DVD. Great DVD. Four-pack of passes to the Budweiser Shootout at the Daytona International uh, Speedway for Saturday, February 11th. Well, we got some other great stuff going on. So those are just some of the prizes that we will be giving away to you tonight. Not only in the Hideout Door Prize Blowout, but also coming up on the Hideout Headlines Game Show. Dubs, there was a lawsuit against Walmart. There, oh, I want to talk a little bit about this uh, Woodruff, the um, the anchor mm-hmm. who got uh, injured in Iraq, and a little bit of a backlash that's going down. Don't know if you saw this. No, I didn't. Uh, live no, I broadcast. We have a huge announcement. Uh, We have a live broadcast slated for Friday night, February 10th, my birthday, Mm -hmm. at the Premier Adult Factory outlet.
3: Kind of a birthday party for Hefe and a way for you to win some uh, free stuff from the Premier Adult Factory outlet. A lot of free stuff, actually. Yeah, very much so.
2: There will also be another live broadcast that next Friday, Friday, February 17th. We will announce where that is uh, coming up uh, during this show. The the interesting thing is these are two live broadcasts you do not want to miss. The first one, the Premier Adult Factory Outlet, shopping spree with over $500, male, female divisions, uh, a lot of game shows, a lot of prizes.
3: A lot of times it's hard to get your chick to come with you to a place like the Premier Adult Factory Outlet. I think this is a perfect opportunity to say, no, we're going to go see
2: uh, the hideout broadcast
3: live. And then, you take, and then you just take her there, and then you might be able to get her to get
2: into a few of the uh, toys and uh, fun that they have there. Exactly. The second live broadcast is the Helmet of Pain Stunt Bowl, where Tuttle will be doing 17 stunts in one night. If he does not accomplish it, he gets a hideout tattoo. All righty? Mm-hmm. That location will be disclosed during this show, so stay tuned for that also dubs um other ideas we need to throw out the one quick thing that I would like to throw uh, begin with before we do the hideout headlines game show um and by the way uh you can go ahead and start lining up for that now some people already have begun if you want to make sure you play the game this evening four oh seven nine one six one oh four one triple eight nine seven eight one
3: oh four one it is February first it is this it's uh, What happened in January? I know February is the, the shortest month of the year, but January
2: felt really damn fast. Now, here's the thing, too. February is going to blow by. Here's mm-hmm. why. Hideout live broadcast February 10th, or premiere. Then Valentine's Day. Uh, and also my birthday is uh, the same as the premiere. Then we have the live broadcast for the Stunt Bowl on the 17th. And then, a, and then I go out of town uh, for a few days to Houston. And then after that, I think that next weekend... The Hideout Bowling League, which we haven't even talked about yet. Yes, there's going to be a Hideout Bowling League. And you and I are going to the Deftones at Tinker Field that also. February's already done. We're already already booked, which is fabulous. And I love the fact that we get out there. But January, do you even remember it? What happened? I don't know. We
3: came back from vacation, and then uh, it it felt like we've only been on the air for like
2: two weeks. Good month? I think it's been a great month. I've had a blast. Mm-hmm. Yes, no, maybe. Flies when you're having fun. Nice guess. Any other cliche you could throw out. I, I'm thinking of them all right now. Do you think somehow because there's more mass here in the hideout because of Matt Albert, everything seems smaller, including time?
6: You like think a black so-
2: hole. <laughs> I wasn't going to say that, but all right. Fair enough. Your words, not mine. <laughs> Dubs, let's break early. Let's come back. Let's play the Hideout Headlines game show. After that, we get you qualified to win the $1,000 recliner from the wholesale furniture market. And then we begin to solve the world's problems. It's a Hideout Road Radio 104.1. Light them up. Time for the Hideout Headlines Game Show. It's a Hideout Road Radio 104.1.
3: 888 1041 star 1041 on your singular wireless phone.
2: Funniest night show in America. Thanks to the Wholesale Furniture Market for sponsoring the game show. Designer sofas normally $8.99 starting as low as $299. Wholesale Furniture Market. With over 40,000 square feet of quality home furniture, 50 to 70% off every day. Wholesale furniture market. State Road 436 in Castleberry, right next to that Sam's Club, 407-332-1314. I know Chunks just got something from over there. They're gonna give us a lot of stuff to be given away, including this thousand dollar recliner for the third annual Ball Bowl with Matt Albert. You'll get qualified to win the thousand dollar recliner after the Hideout Headlines Game Show.
1: Blah blah blah. Welcome. Welcome. Welcome to the Hideout Headlines Game Show. Game Show. Answer questions on what's in the headlines: local, national, world, sports, and entertainment. If you guess right, you
7: win big, big. Beat now it. here's your host. Good.
2: Uh, by the way, remind me to read you this email about what happened on the monitors this morning yes. and uh, the guitar and something that happened. So uh, do not let me forget that. Okay? Uh, Why are you laughing, Matt? Hideout headlines game show. Let's, uh, Dubs. Let's do it up. Let's start with mm, Sean in Orlando has been waiting patiently. Are you ready, Sean? Hey, Sean. Yeah, I'm ready. All right, here we go. World, national, local sports, or entertainment. Which category would you like? Uh, world. All right, here is world with Gibbs. All right, world's going to be fill in the
8: blank. Muhammad Al-Madinajad, <laughs> president of this country, stated that. Oh. Hold on.
2: Oh. <laughs> no. All right, hold on a second. Right, ho- Sean, give me two seconds. Yeah, no problem. Uh, Gibbs. I'm sorry. I'm not kidding. Dude, we're in prime time right now. High headlines game show. You're about to lose the privilege of doing it if you do not learn how to read. All right. Start over. All right. Mohammed Ahmadinejad, president
8: of this country, stated that they would defy Western pressure and complete its nuclear program.
2: Iran. Ah, good job. All right, congratulations, Sean. You are a winner. <laughs> now, here's the other thing, too, when I told them. you got to make this game show your own, the way we told Putin. And he still has not come up with any sort of audio effect for it being correct or incorrect. You're slacking. You started out great, and I'm beginning to hate you now. Should I do my own vocal effect? No, no, I need you to come up with something catchy, something fun for if it's correct or incorrect for the Hideout Headlines game show. All right, let's move on to Nick and Sanford. Nick, are you ready? Yeah. All right, national, local sports, or entertainment? What would you like, Nick? Uh, let's try entertainment. Right, here's entertainment with Gibbs. All
8: right, entertainment is true or false. Literary manager, Cassie Eva Schewiski. God, we, I hate you. These names are. They're, then they're hard don't names. use those stories. Then leave son. them out. They're so good. All right, Cassie E who represented the author of A Million Little Pieces for more than four years, said she will continue to represent him despite his tall tales. True or false? False. Ah, that is false. She will no longer represent him.
2: Right, hold on. Uh, you are a winner. 407-916-1041. Okay, from now on, uh, your name is Speak and Spell. <laughs> that is what you are from now on. You think I'm, you can keep it together on this one, big dude, man? If uh. you have trouble with a name, figure out a way to do the story without mentioning the name. Okay. Jesus
6: Christ. I is for illiterate.
2: <laughs> Let's go to Eric in Orlando. Eric, would you like world, or actually, I'm sorry, national, local, or sports?
9: I'll take national.
2: Now, here's national.
8: All right, national is true or false? Charges against anti-war protester Cindy Sheehan, who was arrested after an incident involving a T-shirt she wore to the State of the Union address, will not be dropped by U.S. Capitol Police. True Uh, or false? That's true. Oh, that's actually false. It will. The charges will be dropped.
2: All right, so this happened yesterday. Apparently, Cindy Sheehan... Or a T-shirt? Did you? Did, you, did we? Do you end up seeing what the T-shirt was? I didn't get to see what the saying was on it. It was something about the. Uh, it was like the death toll so far, and how many more? How many more have to die? Something like that. And so she simply wore a T-shirt, and they escorted her out, uh, charged her with something, and then they realized, oh, you know what? She didn't actually break any laws.
3: Well, here's the thing. Why would they charge her? They got what they wanted. They got her out of the room. No reason to charge her with anything now.
2: And the other thing, too, is they're so stupid because then this actually drew more people to her side. Oh, yeah. More than anything else. 407 916 1041, Hideout Headlines Game Show on Real Radio 104one To go to Phil and Deltona.
10: Phil. What's happening,
2: guys? Hey there, bro. Local or sports? Uh, Local. All right, here's local news with Gibbs.
8: All right, local is also true or false. A 31-year-old mother of nine children was arrested early today after one of her children was found starving in his room by a family member. True or false? True. Oh, it was actually false. He was found brain dead in his room, not starving. Same thing. Eh.
2: So what ended up happening on this story?
8: Uh, it was a, I guess there was nine kids. I guess the the lady had nine kids, and uh, one of them, the aunt came over and just found the kid in his room, brain dead. He had, like, a really bad head injury, and he was just out. And the, there was a mother of nine? Yeah, they, they, the mom wasn't even there. It took them 12 hours to find her. Okay. They found her in, like, another apartment complex.
2: Oh, wow. All right. Let's go to uh, John in Orlando. You are uh, wrapping up uh, the Hot Hel- Hot Headlines game show with sports, all right? How you doing, guys? All right, buddy.
8: Here we go. All right. Uh, it's going to be fill in the blank. President General Manager Carl Pedersen has announced that the Kansas City Chiefs are somewhat interested in acquiring this former Philadelphia Eagles wide receiver. Fill
2: in the What's blank. That? Fill in the blank, John. Uh,
11: you know what? I, I have no idea. I'm not a sports guy, man. I'll be honest with
2: you. Terrell Owens. Sorry about that, John. Terrell Owens. T.O. Now, all of a sudden, you look at the Chiefs. Larry Johnson to do you know who else is talking to him
3: uh the Broncos wow
2: either team will be packed next year if they get him honestly I think for the majority of the teams end up taking him he's a difference maker oh if somehow he would end up with the bucks or Jacksonville or Miami any, is there any team yeah. that wouldn't benefit from having him um even from merchandise he benefit I think he could even make a team like. I even, mean, the Niners would be decent, unless you're completely in the crapper. Even like if it was a team like uh, the
3: uh, who already have Moss, uh, the uh, Raiders. I mean, add that to it,
2: then you got a Super Bowl team right away. Why do you think Al Davis isn't trying to do that? No money left after getting Moss. It's not about money though. Isn't it about a trade? I don't think it's a money issue. I think it's a trade thing. Would those two even get along? Why
3: wouldn't they? Well, they they've talked smack back and forth, but I'm sure that I'm sure there'd be uh, uh,
2: ball placement issues. I'm sure they get equal share. Who are you going to cover? Who would you double take? That's like one of those things of it. It would be one of those fantasy teams. It would be your fantasy team that you had last mm-hmm. year for the US. Uh, I say you double Moss just because of the speed. Yeah, and jumping ability. So you double Moss to leave
6: Terrell Owens exactly, and then Terrell cover. Owens.
3: <laughs> I say you double Moss with two of your lower grade
2: guys, and put your top guy on Owens. Woodson. Oh no, Woodson. I mean, yeah. he, he would be on their team. Hey, how about you stick Woodson in the slot? Well, you already got Jerry Porter. All right, yeah. Now, <laughs> all right, now I'm going to go and I'm going to uh, play Madden and try to work all this out because that sounds like too much fun. Four zero seven nine one six one zero four one triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one star one zero four one. On your singular wireless phones. All right, Debs, You want to? What do you want to do now? We can announce where the live broadcast is going to be for the Stunt Bowl, or I can read you that email about the monsters. I want the email. All right. This comes from our buddy Evil Eye. And unfortunately, I woke up late this morning. Although I heard the very end of the monsters today, and I did hear Russ briefly mention because he usually he'll go through and you know like we do. You know, Shannon Burke's next. Phillips father, hideout, uh, and I still need to talk to those guys. Getting you caught up, Matt Albert broke Dirty Jim's guitar and the monster's guitar two nights ago, and we talked about it last night for punishment. What we've come up with for a punishment is apparently Matt Albert will be in a kiddie pool with floaties. I love those deep breaths. He gets when He's nervous. Goggles, which will be duct tape, so he can't see. And we're going to deploy, uh, pour bugs all over him. Because his biggest fear are bugs. And that includes, like, roaches, spiders, worms, snakes. A snake's a bug? It is now.
12: We got bugs on you! <laughs> <laughs> Get away from me! You it? You were dick! <laughs>
2: <laughs> that was from last night when we were talking about it. And we just acted like we were going to throw bugs on him. All right, I got this from me, we'll I? In case you didn't hear it today, a caller... Uh, to the Monsters, asked um, about Dirty Jim's guitar and asked about the hideout. Russ was very upset and didn't want to talk about it. All he said was that he had emailed me, Hefe, and had not received the response yet. And that part is true, because I don't even know what to respond. Dirty Jim did not say one word. From what it sounded like on the air... They were pissed. All of them. They said that they use it for impromptu music, and now they uh, can't even mess around.
3: It's worth, this is worthless now.
2: It would sound like crap if they try to play it. Chunks, did you talk to the Monsters today about possibly when we can come in and have Matt Albert try to make amends?
10: Yes, I did very humbly talk to them. Uh, I think they said they'd be willing to talk to him tomorrow at 8.30.
2: Oh, God. All right, so tomorrow, now do we need to be there? I'd really rather not have to deal with, because uh, I love going in on the Monsters. Last time I we went on the Monsters, like last Thursday, I was able to give a belly slap to uh, Drunky the Bear. It had a blast on there, and it was a good time. The shows were clicking, clicking, to right hide out in the Monsters. Now there's been a, a monkey wrench thrown in the whole thing. Hey. Why be racist?
3: No reason to be racist. It's just my mindset. And that monkey wrench... It's huge and it's Matt Albert
2: breaking guitars. Matt, are you ready for tomorrow at 8:30? We come in with the monsters in the morning, and you make atones and try to make good by having bugs poured all over you. Yes, I am. Have you, gotten, Why are you laughing? Have you gotten any sleep in the last 48 hours?
6: Well, I took a a few sleeping pills last night, so I got uh, kind of a good rest. I had a lot of bad dreams, but uh, other than that.
2: Yeah. What kind of sleeping pills did you take? Uh,
6: SimonX or something? I don't know. I can't remember.
2: But it's to the point where you're taking sleeping pills. Yeah. Do you think you'll be able to sleep tonight, or should you pull an all-nighter before we go into the monsters tomorrow? <sighs> I'm thinking heroin. Best
6: way. Do Lane you th- Staley, do you think,
2: hero. Do you think there's actually a needle that is powerful enough to puncture through your elephant skin? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Just wondering. All right, will T- be one of those guns like they used in,
3: uh, in RoboCop 2. Dubs, do we go in with them? That's
2: too obscure. All right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to answer your question simply. Do we go in with them tomorrow? I almost feel like we have to because <sighs> I yeah. see. here's what it is. We're the owners of this pit bull. And we have been a kid. and Yeah, we've been a kid, and we, yeah, we got to go in with it. I guess you don't just send the pit bull in. The owner has to go.
5: Yeah, but this is more like a, a dumb chihuahua that didn't know what it was doing and is just retarded. Now, if the owner goes in with a retarded chihuahua, it feels a little bit backed up. And even if the owner's saying, no, put it to sleep, I don't care about it, it still has something to grasp onto. Whereas if you send it into a completely foreign place where it really knows no one or nothing, it's really scared. I think that would just add to it.
2: All right, here's what I, I say we come up here, but we do not go in studio with them. I, I like that, because we got to be up here for the promo meeting anyway.
3: So, we will... We'll, <laughs> we just
2: thought uh, we'd sit in the uh,
3: in the uh, green room or in the office and snicker.
2: Mm. Don't be racist. At the... <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we come in tomorrow.
6: We'll be dancing a jig. And,
2: and... A boo. And you will be <laughs> in here, alone in the big studio... With Russ and Bubba Surrounded And Dirty Jim uh, Will actually probably be At your back Yeah Good luck with that Not that it won't be Intimidating at all No Not at all Tomorrow at 8.30 On the Monsters in the Morning It's the Hideout Real Radio have a red dot on my head Real Radio 104.1 Coming up next On the Hideout As big as your head Is it at the Target logo Let's uh, Dubs When we come back there's something I'd like to throw out there. This Woodruff guy, who is mm-hmm. the ABC uh, anchor who got hurt over in Iraq, there's a bit of a backlash from the troops about this story. So I'll share that with you next. It's a Hideout Real Radio 104.1. Tonight in the Hideout Row Radio 104.1, again, congratulations to Noel Torres, qualified to win the $1,000 recliner from the wholesale furniture market as part of the Hideout. Wholesale Furniture Market Bowl Bowl 2006 version. Matt Albert, that will go on uh, Friday night. We'll uh, give away the uh, recliner and an opportunity. Next chance we get, qualified to win the recliner. Eight fifteen. After that, nine fifteen, ten fifteen. All tonight on Real Radio 104.1. Also tonight, Dubs, we need to make the announcement of the the live broadcast for the Stunt Bowl. Yes. Um, but first, okay. So Bob Woodruff. And his cameraman, Doug Vaught, were injured. They're ABC News. Mm -hmm. And they were injured in an IED uh, explosion over in Iraq while covering. Okay? So, and this was, I believe it was Sunday morning. I think it was Sunday morning. And it was huge news. All during all the Sunday morning talk shows, where all, regardless if it was CBS, Fox, you know, ABC, obviously, NBC, they all mentioned it because it was... It was a story. It was a reporter. Mm-hmm. So, now, um, an officer stationed in Iraq says, Why do you think this is such a huge story? It's a bit stunning to us over here how absolutely dominant the story is on every network and front page. I mean... You'd think we lost the entire First Marine Division or something. There's a lot of grumbling from the guys at all ranks about it. That's a really impolite and imp—I uh, don't know what you're trying to say there—thing um, to say. But it's what you would hear over here. Basically, the point being, and four zero seven nine one six one zero four one triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one. So by last count, it was. 2,242 troops have died in Iraq since the war started. 1,750 of them uh, killed in action. I didn't even realize this number. 16,000 have been injured, half of them seriously enough to require evacuation. Pretty much in the same way. That's essentially about 8,000 troops injured in the same way that Woodruff and his cameraman were. And 60% of the deaths were results of the IEDs. IEDs have injured more than 9,200 troops, nine times more than gunshots. The question, and I'd like everybody to answer it if possible, 407 916 1041 888 978 why is it such a huge story then that Woodruff and Vaught are all over the front pages, yet this is going on... Essentially, sometimes three times a day, and, you're not, and it's not getting any run when it's a regular service person. Well, I, I would guess, and, but this would be this kind of cancels itself
3: out that it's because he's non-military. But he went over there with the same expectations and the same uh, you know risks as the people in the military. So it kind of just balances itself out. I don't know why this is more important than when a serviceman dies or gets injured. Because this guy
2: didn't even die, right? Well, I mean, a lot of times too, it's it's you know, it's the really bad injuries, mm-hmm. and you got the service people who are over at Walter Reed, and they're and they're trying to rehabilitate themselves. Their heads half in gauze, right?
3: But we aren't seeing them on the front of uh, any newspapers. And why is that? How we I we're... mean, is it because it's uh, journalism and it's kind of like one of their own? And that's why they're making a big deal about it because it hits close to home for the journalist.
2: I think that pause. I, th- I don't honestly, know between you and me. I think that's it for some reason. The journalists it, can they know the guy, maybe they've been to parties with him, they it know
3: humanizes what- it a little bit more for him.
2: Yeah, they know what it's like to be a journalist. You think that's it?
3: I, it would be very, very uh, self-centered if they were oh, come on. pushing this down everybody's throat just because it gives them a human, uh, you know, a, a human.
2: Yeah, the people in the media aren't at all self-serving or uh, self-interested. But it would shock me if it went to this level. To be perfectly honest with you, I think that's the reason. Because I, it, it very well could be. Because it's one of their own. I can't believe this happened to one of our own. Right. How could this happen? I don't know. You're in Baghdad or wherever you're at. Yeah, wherever he was. Four zero seven nine one six one zero four one triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one. Hudson in Daytona, you're in the hideout. What's up, Hudson? Hey, man. Um, my personal opinion.
13: Yeah, we we shouldn't have um embedded reporters with us anyway. We're there to do a job, and mm-hmm. these little SOBs are sitting there ratting out our guys every time they they make a decision to uh, take somebody out that could take them out tomorrow. So I mean, if we look back into the days of Vietnam and the other wars, we've lost you know half a million people. And what we're talking about here is chicken feet. They need to just uh, get rid of all these guys. Let us do our job, and
2: then we'll be out of there so much quicker. So because but because we haven't lost as many as Vietnam, it's not really that big a story.
13: Oh, no, it's not, but why are the embedded news reporters there to begin with? I mean, you know, 20, 30 years ago, embedded news reporters weren't even allowed.
3: Now, I, I do agree with you on one level of uh, they don't know the, uh, or they don't uh, take uh, take responsibility to, for the uh, the danger they're actually in. Right. And when, they, and when they get saved from that danger by the troops, it, they kind of can turn it and spin it around on the troops
2: now isn't the whole thing about the embedded reporters though didn't the administration want that to happen yeah like the administration granted access like never before saying why don't you guys go with it you guys go with them we'll show you how fast and how mighty the uh the military is and you guys can report so i don't think it's a I think the media is just allowed um, because of the fact that the administration said, "Yeah, go ahead."
3: I don't think he was saying to the administration.
2: Matt, dude, you got to control that mic. What's going on? You got to get yourself some headphones. It sounds awful. Jesus, Alan, you're in the hideout on Roll Radio. What do you got, Alan?
13: Yeah, man, I'm just calling about your uh, reporter question. There, you know, it's probably like you know. People The public probably lose Like the military You know as a whole It's just like It's one giant entity You know And they don't They don't They don't really See them individually And get to know them On a personal basis You know But you look at reporters And they're all over The television And the radios And all over everywhere And people get to know them At least on some levels You know And so like When they get injured It's like you're losing Somebody you know As opposed to a number You know no. I mean it's, it's kind of such, It is that way But you know, right. know That's maybe Kind of how I see it
2: Alright thank you Alan now, here's the thing. Because we have 24-hour news outlets, why don't we get the story of all the servicemen? I mean... I don't know Bob, Bob Woodruff. I've never even watched ABC News
3: before. It doesn't really humanize it for me, personally, just because it works for these people uh, that are actually reporting the, that news. I know
2: you've had friends, mm-hmm. uh, or at least classmates back in Fowlerville, that you know their backstory. You actually probably remember mm-hmm. seeing them in the halls. Oh, Definitely. Let's go to uh, Cheryl in Woodford Lakes here in the High on Road Radio. What do you got Cheryl? Cheryl, hello. Go ahead.
7: Hi, yes, hi. This is Cheryl. I'm actually calling from Waterford Lakes, and I actually used to be a journalist. Mm -hmm. And this story has so infuriated me. Um, I have so many customers. I happen to own my own little business, who happen to have they they are deployed. Okay, they had no choice whether or not to take their butts over there. Mm -hmm. They were they were reservists. They are reservists. Um, And I happen to actually be at one of the customers' homes, um, you know, as we speak. Now, but this story, I don't understand why it is receiving as much coverage as it's um, receiving. I don't understand why um, when an infantry person is killed, that's not receiving the same type of um, coverage. To me, it's an outrage.
2: Do you think that, because to me, this is me personally, because we have all this news out there, because we have all of these outlets out there, I would figure there should be a big write-up on every one of the people, exactly. the servicemen who are over there sacrificing for us. It, I, exactly. I would, I would figure we need to know their stories.
7: And, but, you know, you, the, only one, the only person who I know who actually mentions it is, like, Nancy Grace. Who actually Nancy Grace, I think, on the commercial break, actually does a tribute to um, um, to the service folks, uh, the uh, service people who have been killed, and basically um, gives like I, not like, like like basically a verbal vignette.
2: Right. No, and I I, I know. thank you Cheryl for the phone call. I know too that like on ABC this week with George Stephanopoulos at the very end, mm-hmm. they will run down the names of the people who were killed that week. Uh, It's the Hideout Real Radio 104.1.
1: Coming up next on the Hideout.
2: Uh, Let's continue to discuss this, Dubs, because I'm genuinely wondering why this is getting so much more coverage than anybody else. Secondly, too, I want to know, just because of what happened yesterday on the State of the Union, I'd like to know what you're doing to sacrifice because we're in times of war. Just think about it. Like, what are you sacrificing because we're in a time of war? It's the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. It's the Hideout Real Radio 104.1 live on a Wednesday night. Still coming up, Tommy's TV trivia, what's on the web. The announcement of the second live broadcast for the month of February for the Hideout and where it's going to be. We already know that it's the uh, stunt bowl where Tuttle has to do 17 stunts for losing the Hideout Fantasy Football League. But where will it be? All of that upcoming, but first we're handling some business. It is America. It's time to sound off. Why is the reporter uh, for ABC News getting so much w- uh, more run as far as being injured? 407-916-1041, 888-978-1041,
3: and star one zero four one on your
2: singular wireless phone. And since we are in a time of war, what are you doing to sacrifice? Are you doing anything? And secondly, is there anything you can legitimately do to try to help out? Let's go to Tim on the Palm Coast during the hideout. What's up, Tim?
14: Hey, how you guys doing tonight? All
2: right, brother, what do you got?
14: Uh, It's it's close to home for me. I've been in for 17 years in the military. And the whole reason that they want to push this guy, it allows them to forward the liberal agenda. You'll notice that all these TV stations refer to terrorists as insurgents, the connotation being that they're freedom fighters. They don't want Republicans in office, and this gives them the leverage that they need push this stuff down everybody's
2: throat now who is this liberal media you speak of is it Fox is it ABC is it CBS who's the, the liberal media the
14: three main stations you'll notice NBC ABC CBS
2: all right so a let's let's take it a moment NBC is a liberal outlet even though I saw Katie Couric drill Tom Kerry, like I've never seen her drill anybody or uh, John Kerry. Uh, CBS is a liberal outlet when Bob Seifert basically did a 30-minute infomercial for the president on Face the Nation, and ABC2, who was over there reporting on the war, sent one of their own and got hurt. They're also a liberal news outlet.
14: Absolutely.
2: Wow. Because okay.
14: these are only th- you're only looking at three individuals, not the entire state.
2: Why why are you why why have you bought into the fact? Who told you that it's a liberal uh, media? Did did you did, Rush, just, did Rush tell you, you t- t- that? Did Hannity? Did O'Reilly tell you?
9: No, no. You can tell strictly
14: by just watching the news. The way that they refer to the situation, it, it all comes down to point of view. And when they refer to terrorist attacks as insurgents, if you look, even what's the definition, the definition of, it? of insurgent? The connotation is a freedom fighter.
2: Okay, but let's let, now. I'd like for you to maybe look from a point of view. Sure. Let's say you're in Iraq. All right. Let's say you're, you're in Iraq, but you're an Iraqi, uh-huh. and someone from another country has come into your country, regardless of who it is. Let's take America out of it. Let's okay. say it's Iran who's invaded. Okay. And they and were,
14: what's the reason that they're coming?
2: And they would be, And let's say they've invaded. Let's say they've invaded and taken over your country, you don't have electricity, uh, you don't have your job anymore, and you have no other options. But so that's they, a completely not to, different situation not, than Not saying happening. that it's right, but wouldn't you think that they think that they're freedom fighters? But that's a completely different situation than what is actually
14: happening. What's actually happening over there, we have restored systems of education. We've built more than 1,500 schools, which
2: never gets reported. Why, why isn't that getting... I, I'm with you that there is so much...
15: care. They, they don't who?
2: care about the things that the Army is doing that is helping... To
14: rebuild this country, they only care to report the army as abusing detainees, as uh, let me agree. doing let all me... these things outside the rule of law.
3: Let me agree with you on a few things here. I do agree that it's uh, that it's more of a story when the military does something bad than when the military does something good, and I and you'll even find that on like even Fox News, who is a right wing type station, um, it, I don't know if that directly uh, reflects on right wing or left wing.
2: There, I think it's just reporting as a whole
0: that's, and the
3: problems with
2: it. That's the problem, Tim. That's news as a whole. Whenever you watch local news, and this is what every journalist is taught, because I went to journalism school, if it bleeds, it leads. So you watch, you watch Local 6, you watch uh, 9, you watch west, you watch any of them. You're not going to hear about the good stories going on in town. You're only going to hear about the bad ones. Dude, and I don't find it to be right at all. That does ha- no, that has nothing. No, hold on, that has nothing to do with a quote-unquote liberal media. That is a American, if it bleeds, it leads mentality. So it's not this liberal media that you've bought into. It's media is a generality. Because somehow that's what we as Americans want. If it bleeds, it leads we talked about it before. There are great things going on here in Orlando. You're not getting that. Mm-mm. You're hearing about abductions. You're hearing about rapes. You're hearing about guns being pulled.
3: And then you'll get a 20-second fluff piece maybe uh, twice
2: a week on some good stuff going on. For some reason, that sells. But to think that it's somehow a liberal media is asinine. Sergeant Bill, you're in a veto on the hideout on Real Radio 104.1. What's up, Sergeant Bill?
13: Hey, not live, guys. How are you all doing? All right. Hey. Last year, this time, I was sitting in Afghanistan, all right? I was on active duty, did, did my year, whole got out. Freaking came back March of 05. Now, the reason I bring that up is just here's my take on it. Um, as much as it as it sucks, having been a 13-year service member, and I'm still in, it sucks, but people have become desensitized. We've been hearing about soldiers, Marines, airmen, you name it, losing their lives, losing limbs, losing the quality of life since, you know, when we kicked this off in 01. Mm -hmm. And it, I mean, it sucks, but anything, anything bad like that, the human mind just becomes desensitized. You
3: hear the same story uh, in a row so many times, you aren't going to have the same effect as the first time you heard it.
13: Like you just mentioned with the last caller, is you know, if it bleeds, it leads. That's right. It sucks, but it, that does what happened. But after doing that so many times, how many, to, how many different ways can you cover a dead service member? There's I only see. so many. Lives, and then the people, they, people don't want to either, they're just, they're immune to it, or they don't want to hear about it anymore, and they'll flip the channel. So subsequently, ABC, CBS, whatever news outlet, they're either, they stop covering it. They don't, it's no longer the lead story. Or they, you know, after they've done so many spins on it, it's just like God, we can't, we can't do it any other different way. Here's here's
2: so, Sergeant Bill. Thank you for the phone call. We're up on a break. Here's where I disagree, though. The media sets the agenda. If 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 it's shown, or if we talk about it, you're gonna get into it. If you keep hitting the
3: point over and over again, or you're gonna get bored with it, and you're gonna flip over to the station that's not doing it over
2: and over again. But if they're doing, the the point is. You can choose to make something uh, discussion-worthy. The media can do it. They've done it with countless things. You look on Drudge, and all of a sudden it's one little story, and it gets picked up everywhere. Then all of a sudden everybody's talking about it. The, mood, the media can choose, if they want to, to tell the story of every single serviceman. Why they don't, I don't know. And why is it, too, where isn't one of the best things you could do to a service person, at the very least, to discuss their life and the life that was lost in honor of our freedom? Isn't that better than just slapping a ribbon on your car and saying, yeah, I support the troops? But really, what you support the troops, but you don't want to hear about their lives after they're dead for you? I don't think you support the troops at all. It's the Hideout Road Radio 104.1. It's the Hideout Road Radio 104.1. Coming up in 15 minutes, another chance for you to get qualified. Qualified for the $1,000 wholesale furniture market. Um, recliner that we're giving away. 407 Talking about the war doves. Here's the other thing that has to drive you insane about this. Mm-hmm.
12: All
2: right, so State of the Union's last night. Do you realize that American Idol beat all of the ratings for the State of the Union combined, like all of the other channels? I would imagine so. Why? I don't even know why it is more important to watch American Idol than it is what's going on in your United States?
3: I do understand that completely because what what we what we heard on the State of the Union one was crap, two wasn't uh, anything new. I mean there's nothing there was nothing out there that m- makes you think, that makes you, uh, you know, gives you a better idea of what this president's about?
2: Nothing. But I still think as an American you should be watching, even if it is complete BS like it was, or basically the same speech from the last two State of the Unions. As an American, you should still be watching what the president is said, instead of watching karaoke. I, so all the networks combined didn't equal what? Didn't equal Fox and uh, American Idol.
5: I'm not even... Dis- Take out that it was the State of the Union or whatever it was. Just the fact that it was on every network and it was still beat by one one hour show is,
2: like, against... What the, is it? I don't even know what that says for us. Lenny and Kissimmee, are in the hideout on Road Radio. What do you got, Lenny?
13: Listen, I just wanted to say one thing about the uh, reporters over there in Afghanistan and Iraq and things of that nature.
2: Mm-hmm.
13: At one time, wasn't it the, the servicemen... Doing the actual reporting,
2: I—I I, I mean, I—I don't know because I went alive then. Yeah, I'm I watching that. Full Metal Jacket. At least that's what it seemed like. Well, no, my father was in the service, and he told
13: stories of when the the, the military was doing their thing, and they had reporters out there who mm-hmm. were
12: actually.
3: Yeah, they work for the military.
13: Yeah. Yeah, so why do you have these knuckleheads over there giving the preferential treatment in the way they tell their stories? They comfort them. They deliver them with ease. We don't get the real deal. I have to go to websites in order to get the real news. I don't watch Channel 7 or 2 or 6 or West for news and things of that nature. I watch it for the weather and maybe what's happening locally around the corner. Right. But when it's across these, I actually have to go to websites to get the real deal. See, because they'll show the car... On TV, they'll show the car that has been bombed, fully extinguished or whatever, but they won't show you the innocent civilians and the people on the sides that were hurt and, and things like that. have to go to the website to,
2: no, to
3: figure this things out for the real.
2: No, you're right on, Lenny. Thank you, bro. I appreciate the phone call. That's even just kind of a more of an indictment about news overall.
3: Yeah, less people are getting their news from actual uh, reporting on TV and uh, newspapers. They're getting more of it from the Internet.
2: That's why it which just sounds insane when you think about it. If you had said five years ago you're going to get more legitimate news from the Internet than actually on TV, people would have been like, what? There's no way. No way. So Pork Slot in Orlando, you're in the hideout. What's up, dude? What's up, guys? How you doing? All right, brother.
15: Uh, Yeah, I was was in the military. I'm a veteran. And the one thing I don't understand, that guy talking about how insurgency, the, the term is kind of used to be misleading, but... My question is this. Everybody talking about the war and the war, but what war are we really in? I mean, the fighting was done after two weeks. We're just kind of occupying a transition. If that makes a war, we've, we're continuously at war all the time, because we've got troops in all kinds of countries, you know, keeping the peace. I whatever. think that,
3: I think this is more of an escalated situation than when we were over in, like, Kosovo or something.
15: Well, It's escalated, but it's not fair, because then, you know, like Bush likes to say, it's a time of war, you know, you guys are criticizing me, which isn't proper in wartime. It's like... I don't know how much of a serious war, I mean, I'm not um, by no means demeaning it, but I think he uses it to the fact of trying to use that privilege of you can't criticize the president at wartime, buckle down for war. We haven't actively been fighting in some time, and it's important to make that distinction where I think he's trying to kind of you know, play that idea of, you know, it's a serious, actual conflict war,
2: and it's not. Now, 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 Sir Porks-a-Lot is a military serviceman. You absolutely hit it right on the head. We will always be in a time of war, even when Iraq ends, because there's a quote-unquote war on terror. And you can't criticize. There's always going to be a war by his standards, and so you're never going to be able to criticize him. He set it up so he can, what, have his cake and eat it, too? Thank you, Sir Porks-a-Lot. 407-916-1041, 888-978-1041. Four zero seven nine one six one zero four one triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one. Let's go to Ted and Sanford, who's uh, going to answer my other question. What do you got, Ted?
9: Uh, hey, uh, you want to ask him what we should give up? What we're sa- I'm giving up, absolutely nothing.
2: Yeah, what we're sacrificing because there's a war going on.
9: Why, why should we? Why should we sacrifice? For what reason? We shouldn't even have been in the war. Let him sacrifice.
2: Now, let me ask you this though, Ted. Don't you feel like maybe you should do something because we are in a war right now to maybe scale back, you know, what you're spending or how much uh, gas and oil you're using, just something to maybe try to help bring troops home or?
9: Cause well, I... you know, you know, when 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 uh, the Bushes cut back, that's when I'll cut back. All right, thank you, Ted. You know, I'm just living on my life the way it was before. All I could say is it's redundant. We shouldn't have gone to war in the first place. Right. Uh, All I'm wishing for is the next three years to go real quick.
2: (laughs) Now that I, uh, I'd like to just take some sleeping pills and wake up and have it be Uh, 08. That's the way I feel. You hit it right on the head. Thank you,
3: Ted.
10: Wake up.
2: Uh... What the hell, Judge President? (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) Oh, man. Oh, I just had a headache. Uh... Four zero seven nine one six one zero four one triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one. Let's go to Cooley in Cocoa Beach. What's up, yeah, Cooley? Hi, how you doing? Hi, right, buddy. Go ahead. Um,
13: hey, I was uh, gonna say that's what you guys are talking about to me is the uh, one of the biggest problems with people in the U.S. today. If you, if you can't take one hour out of your year to listen to see what the president says, you know, yeah, uh, then. You're suffering from severe selfishness,
2: you know? Well, especially, too, oh, man, he got a bad connection. I'm sorry, Cooley. But especially to the point when you think about, all right, I'm going to sit here. I could watch American Idol or I could watch the president. And whether or not you agree or not, especially if you disagree, I think you want, you want to listen. I, I'm wondering what would
3: annoy me more. Because both of them get under my skin.
2: I'd at least rather watch the president because I know whatever he's got going on affects me. As opposed to literally watching karaoke.
3: What are you talking about? American Idol affects everybody. No, it doesn't. It's our next idol. It's our next worshiping thing. That is true. Yeah. Because I know I rub uh,
5: Ruben's
2: belly like he's Buddha every morning.
5: Yeah, Tell me this doesn't affect your life every day.
2: Okay, unfortunately. In a positive way. In a negative way.
5: Well, here's the thing. We started out as friends. But it was uh, pretend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Since you've been president,
2: <laughs> Andy and Springhill, you're in the hideout. What's up? Hey, dude? it's about time you got me here. Let me tell you something. I
9: don't know who that schmuck was before, but let me tell you something right now. This country stands up for every war that goes in this world. The world counts on the United States. Okay. These people in this country got very short memories. You never, ever, ever forget nine one one. And I'm telling you right now. Without our military the way we are today, we wouldn't be talking on the radio or on the phone or driving our cars or conducting business that we do every day. We should praise our Marines, Army, Navy, and Air Force personnel every day.
2: Of course we should. So why shouldn't shouldn't we hear their stories whenever they die or whenever they get injured? You want
9: to know the truth about the Middle East and Iraq? You ask your servicemen. We have the best military in the world. I know. I'm yeah. not. I'm we not, not a, arguing with you. I'm not arguing. Volu- <laughs> wait, not only that, but all military is all voluntary. There's no draft. I here. know. I know. I, I hey, guys,
15: sir. Be sir, I disagree. Right. <laughs> Stop. I,
9: I want to hear more. Well, wait a minute. There's got to be something right for our marines and Wrong. all our personnel. To re enlist and go back and fight this no, war. No, no! I,
2: no, 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 no. I agree with you, Andy. The point is, uh, my question is, why aren't we hearing their stories then? Why aren't because we hearing? The, because the news
9: is biased, they're going to tell you the bad stuff because it sells, just exactly what you said. Who wants to hear about every Iraqi over there? Sir, so I disagree you with goodness. you wholeheartedly. Let me tell you something. You can disagree, but I'll tell you one thing. If we ever tell choose me. to pull out of, a- listen to me very carefully. If we ever choose to pull out of the Middle East and back out, you're going to have terrorism in this country like you never Oh, seen that is
2: bull malarkey. Thank you, Andy. Why are you going to sit there and just egg <laughs> him on? Just because he was yellow? Yeah. Even though you don't agree with a single thing you said? I don't understand
3: what I said. I don't know what I was disagreeing to. I was
2: <laughs> Just for the sake of it. Yeah. Just to
8: disagree. Just because I know I'd fire him up no matter what. <laughs> that guy sounded so calm when he first called in.
2: <laughs> and then he just got going. And somehow he thought I was arguing with him. I love it. 407 <laughs> Oh, boy. Hmm. Let's go to... Let's go to uh, Jeff in Orlando. What's up, Jeff?
13: Hey, I was listening to you guys. I called about one thing, but I thought of a couple other things real, real quick to go through them. Um, American Idol's not on at the same time as when he gave his speech. But then the second thing is when he was giving his speech, um, I mean, this is the leader of the free world. The guy's up there talking, and you have the Republicans on his left, the Democrats on, the, on his right. And you could see that, I mean, there was... The Democrats just didn't stand and support him. I mean, these guys were supposed to be a united country
2: fighting terrorism and all this other nonsense.
3: How long has it been since that's been true? Yeah. How right, l- that, that honeymoon lasted nine months.
2: And, how, and who made it that way? I mean, seriously. And why? if you don't agree, why would you support
13: Right, I don't. I, I, it's just, I don't know. I, it's just. It's just. I. It's, 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 I disagree
2: was, with you, sir. Well, no.
3: The, and then
13: the other thing is, you, the other thing he said was about. Um, I think he's setting us up. He's setting it up to go into Iran.
2: Oh, there's no, no doubt. way. No way. Talking
13: last night.
2: There's no doubt we're in Iran next. You're insane. All right, Dubs. Thank you. I appreciate it, Jeff. There's no doubt we're going to Iran, and who are we going with? I think this room. I think we're all in that draft age.
3: Draft schmapped. You really could be on
8: CNN or Fox (laughs) with the way you're able to argue. Can you imagine all of us in the same platoon? (laughs) How fast we would die? I
2: don't think they have helmets that would fit you. Like Tommy says, we'd have to cut out the bottom of a scion and put it on your head.
5: I knew that hat looked familiar.
2: (laughs) Yeah, I drive it. Uh, let's go to Bubba in Orlando. What's up, Bubba?
9: What's up, F.A., man? Hey. Uh, I talked to you earlier this morning on uh, some instant messaging.
2: Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, uh, MySpace. You work over at the House of Blues, right?
9: Yeah.
2: Awesome. What's going on, Um bro? One of the
9: guys that I work with, he's actually one of my very close best friends, uh, was sent over in the first deployment in 01. He had just gotten engaged right before he got deployed. No, he, he had to didn't. Push, had to push back his wedding three times. Because every time he was supposed to be out there for six months, and when he came back, we're like, all right, we're going to start playing the wedding. We get a letter from him, a phone call from him like a month before. He's like,
13: push it back another four months. So we're like, okay, so we did that. And he got. we had to push back his wedding three times before he actually got sent back. And as soon as he got back, he did his year and said, I'm done. He was a reservist.
2: He did not. Um, Stop. <laughs> yeah, what do you argue? You can't argue Bubba's story. You can't argue that. No, Bubba, and here's the other thing about it, too. Is that In a way, he's kind of lucky, because marriage is awful. Now, I'd rather you been in America and not be married than have to be overseas. But, yeah. but as far as the continuing uh, extensions and the uh, thinness uh, that the military is on right now, not thinness, but just the fact that they've said every brigade they could go has been at least once. What? Yeah. It, it's been said. Thank you, Bubba. I appreciate it. By the you way, it, Bubba, I had a way to be somebody. Bubba sent me a message on MySpace. He goes, how can I be somebody? I go, you got a call? You gotta show up at events. No, uh, you don't. He's, yes, you do. He's <laughs> gotta begin to do that. Thank you, Bubba. Right. You just arguing with everything isn't gonna help uh, us figure oh, out. Oh, I'm the not situation. allowed to question authority? Alright, but Bubba, I wouldn't say is authority.
3: I disagree.
2: <laughs> Alright, you're killing me.
3: 407 916. All I'm doing here, I'm here to make you money. This is Jim Kermer's real money.
2: And uh By the way, just real fast, completely off topic, but I don't know if you saw this. HFS? HFS picked that up, up in Baltimore. That's the so, true dollar alternative. So what, they're going to go from, say, Ferris and Fallout Boy or whatever, into Jim Cramer, into Don and Mike? Mm-hmm. Oh, boy, DC is a mess. Man. I disagree. How? It's the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. It's the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. Remember, tomorrow night is the Hideout Happy Hour. Tommy Bateman is your host. Patty McGee's no, is Irish American Bar. The directions are up on the newly designed Hideout page on realradio.fm. Um, and, by the way, we will we had to move back to qualifier just because the lines of jam-packed people have been holding for a long time want to talk to us. I think that's a terrible idea. 407 916 104 888 978 So, you get qualified for the $1,000 recliner from the wholesale furniture market in the hideout um, for the 2006 Bow Bowl coming up at the end of this segment, okay? I beg to differ. You can't. That's what we're going to do. Maybe what you're going to do. Brian in Titusville, you're next up in the hideout. What's up, Brian?
11: Hey, man. How are you guys doing tonight? I love the show. Outstanding.
2: No, you don't. Thank you. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs>
11: Yeah, um, you
13: guys are talking about the sacrifices that you know Americans are making during the war and what we can do to help the troops and stuff. Right. And um, I uh, I play in a band and we applied for an Armed Forces Entertainment tour through the Pentagon last year and we got accepted and we went overseas to eight countries and we played for the soldiers and it was absolutely incredible.
2: That's cool, man.
13: It was really great. I mean, no, it was. It wasn't. We have memories that will last us a lifetime, and I tell you what. Out of all the soldiers we played for, and every soldier, base commander, general, everybody we met, I did not see, or neither did my band, we didn't see one soldier with his head down or her head down or with a crappy attitude. They were so uplifted and motivated to be there, and it was really inspiring.
2: Of course, they had your music. Who wouldn't be? Sir, your sources (laughs) are wrong, and I am right. (laughs) Thank you, Brian. I appreciate it. You're not a fact checker. Have you been watching O'Reilly a lot? <laughs> Remind me. I want to play you this clip of Keith Oberman bitch-slapping O'Reilly. We'll do it at the end of the break. Man, it's awesome. Oberman is just attacking, dude, and it's uh, it's fantastic. All right, wh- here's, a, here's a way I would genuinely be willing to sacrifice to help the troops out, and because it's a time of war. I'd be willing to pay more taxes. If they said, you know what, we need to raise taxes... I don't know how much or what I'd like for it to be reasonable. But I think as an American, you should be able to be, say, you know what? We're in a time of war. I'll pay some extra taxes to try to fund this thing. To try to support. I'll support the troops, not by a ribbon on my car, but by throwing out a little extra cash. And a ribbon. I don't think the ribbon really does much. I car. do. Mm, what would the ribbon do? What does the yellow ribbon do? It shows support. Yeah, but wouldn't... And it wouldn't, helps you get off of a traffic ticket. Wouldn't money give you more? <laughs> it does. I guess. I didn't realize. Well, get me one then. Let's go to... Uh... By the way, I need more investigating of these uh, animal-human uh, hybrids. That was mentioned last night. John in Melbourne. What do you got, John?
11: Hey, how you doing, buddy? Hey, man. I love you guys' show, Thank you know, uh, you. and... Uh... I, I, I uh, thanks for taking my call. Mm-hmm. You know, I wanted to bring this You're up about welcome. Bush. I just wanted to get kind of down to earth here, really, about the whole thing. I, I, I would have voted for Bush if I didn't have this felony. <laughs> uh, but we won't go there. No, you wouldn't. Uh, yeah, but the thing is, is that he went after Saddam Hussein, who was the leader of his country. And then he, you know, because these people, you know, what he felt in his country, committed treason. And then he executed him, which that's punishable in the United States as well. But but Bush, he gave these reasons that were not true, uh, and uh, to invade his country and other and other countries, you know, their space. Yeah, here's here's the problem. And the thing is, is that why now now that after this invasion here, he's cost a lot, thousands of lives, not only their lives. But the, our troops' lives, and it affects.
3: Thank you, John. I appreciate that. Nay, welcome. sir. You are a speaker of false truths.
2: Are you just coming up with different ways to say no? Nay. Me? I hex that. John and Claremont, you're in the hideout. What's up, John?
13: Hey, what's going
2: on? Go ahead, buddy. Hey,
13: you're, you're talking about sacrifices. Mm hmm. And you know, last night I, I was thinking about. I was really disgusted by what you were just talking about the the, the human animal cloning hybrids. Right? Why are we spending money on that? You know, I don't. I don't quite get it. It's bad enough we have a uh, a cross between a woman and a jackass in the presidency.
0: <laughs> um,
3: but
13: you know what? That's what we need to cut back on. I no, guess. No, yeah. Let's no more dog faced women running around and uh, jackass women in the uh, president.
2: Thank You've been you. Been D.C. before, huh? Uh, apparently in Minnesota last year researchers at the Mayo Clinic created pigs with human blood flowing through their bodies. A study uh, apparently at Stanford they're going to try an experiment to create mice with human brains. I right, that can't go right. If a mouse has a human brain, what good could possibly come on, uh, come from that?
3: A pox on your debeveling lives.
2: What, the hell is this? what are you now doing? I don't even know if that was English. It's a hideout radio 104.1. David in Orlando, what's up, David?
11: Um, just want to respond to. The, you had a guy in there a few minutes ago that called somebody a schmuck.
2: I think there have been a, that word has been thrown out a couple of times between the callers.
11: Well, you know, it's, it's idiots like that guy that you know, I, and they mentioned nine one one. Uh, like that's why we're over in Iraq, and and my response to him is, well, why didn't we invade Canada? They had just as much to do with 911 as Iraq did.
4: And
2: here's the thing. Now I agree with you, sir. Let's go into Canada. <laughs> now here's the thing, and Canada has all this oil supply and uh, fresh water. I think they're next. That's right. Forget and, and about and that's, Iran.
11: And they got bacon there too.
2: Oh, Canadian bacon, yummy. Have you noticed Canadian bacon is it's better. ham? No, it's Canadian bacon it is it's just ham. No, it's not. Yes, it is. No, it's Canadian bacon. Which is the same texture and... Look, if you're just going to sit here and argue with me the whole time with your false truths, it's not going to help us. Ladies first in the hideout, what do you got, Victoria? Victoria.
13: Um, I was
9: commenting on the guy, John, from Melbourne. Mm-hmm. Um, He was saying, talking about the false truths with going to Iraq and stuff. I and think I think bring, you got
3: totally the wrong message from that call. Uh, you don't know.
2: Let her finish what she was saying. Go ahead, Victoria.
9: Um, well, you know, and I understand Bush did lie, and he should probably be impeached. Mm-hmm. But we owe these people for destroying their country, country and their way of life, even though it was... Bad or wrong or whatever. Right. We owe it to them to rebuild
3: it.
2: That I agree with. We did break it. I think we should fix it. No, no, no. A pongo's words
3: is what ye spoken, and a Pongo's death is what ye shall have.
2: I'm lost. I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm lost. Bilge. No, uh Mike and Altamont, you're in the hideout. What's up, Mike?
9: Hey guys, how you doing? Hey, right. just one quick point. You know, Bush has the stones to stand up there you know, last night, and say that we need to depend less on foreign oil. Let me tell you something. This guy and his whole family have made hundreds of millions of dollars on the oil industry. I
2: know. That's I found that incredibly ironic.
9: If you you think that he wants this to go away, you're out of your mind. He loves what is happening right now.
2: You know, with
9: with gas prices and the oil supply, this guy is an absolute joke. He could care less about any one of these troops that are dying over there.
2: I hear you You bite my thumb at you, sir. Biting your thumb? What does biting your thumb mean? I don't even know what that means, Gibbs. You had something you wanted to yell about for a second.
8: Yeah. Why does everybody keep saying nine one one? It was September eleventh. Nine one one
2: is the number you call. Well, technically, though, if you look at it, it's nine eleven, and technically, it's a nine and two one. Is it that hard to say nine eleven though? Well, maybe some people don't like saying the word eleven. That's, or they? Have, that's stupid. Or, no, th- your joke is stupid. Or they have speech impediments. Every time someone back here, he starts screaming about it and he pinches the table. Heretic Zeppelin says the president is proof we've crossbred with monkeys. I don't know what that means, Zeppelin. I just hope that I get my Oscar picks right now I don't have to see, sleep in the same tent as you.
3: I have a message for Zeppelin.
2: Hmm.
3: A trob such as you shouldn't say such strumpulous words.
2: Here. Yeah! I know. No, I say no. Here, here. No, nothing.
10: Why, man? He had a good point there. Good good call, Dubs. All
2: right, hey, let's play this real fast, the um, Oberman bitch-slapping O'Reilly, and then we will get to the qualification for the $1,000 recliner from the wholesale furniture market. Do you have that ready to go, Chunks? All right, here is Keith Oberman laying in to uh,
4: Bill O'Reilly. And now a little out of traditional sequence, Countdown's nominee for today's worst person in the world, and Bill O'Reilly is at it again, the second time in four shows, whining about cheap shots from MSNBC and NBC. This time he opened his program with it, ostensibly starting with a patronizing update on the health of ABC's Doug Vogt and Bob Woodruff, whom he identified as Woodriss. There was a lot of guff about the code among most in TV news of respect and professional courtesy, but most of what Mr. O'Reilly was saying was his typical obtuse shorthand of bullying and another word starting with bull. As a public service, I'm going to read portions of his remarks and then translate them into what he's actually saying. The bottom line is, as the oldest cliche goes, he can dish it out, but clearly he cannot take it. Now, we understand that NBC has major problems. Its prime time programming is dead last. Its cable operations. Our ratings failures. In the cable ratings for the year 2005, USA Network, owned by NBC, finished three full places ahead of Fox News. And as to MSNBC, since February of 2005, our respective ratings tell a very interesting story. In what was described today by News Corp as, quote, the money demo, Countdown's ratings are up 34%, but O'Reilly's have shriveled by 21%. Bill's obviously among our new viewers. But that is no excuse for unprofessional behavior. Unless that is the unprofessional behavior is with one of your women producers on the phone.
2: That I loved. It rarely gets brought up. It's a low blow. I cannot wait to see how Riley responds. And if he'll even respond to Got it. Doubt it.
11: I know there's been
3: a bunch of naysayers out there uh, attacking the factor, but fear not. I have the factor out on location, fact checking and digging for uh, what we call the truth.
2: And I love how you just and I love how no one else brings up the whole falafel producer phone sex thing. Somehow that magically went away, and he was able to get back up on his high horse. It's the hideout real radio with a four point one. Congratulations to Margaret Hoffman of Winter Springs. She was the next person to get qualified for the thousand dollar recliner. In the 2006 Hideout Wholesale Furniture Market bow Bowl, everybody gets qualified. If you go to the Hideout page on realradio.fm, there's a nice picture of Matt Albert eating. You click on that, they're the qualifiers. What we're going to do is we're going to draw squares for Friday night show. Friday afternoon, sometime between 4 and 5, we're going to feed Matt Albert Exalax and 7-Eleven Burritos. Whenever he poos, whatever time... At any point during that square, if it's during some point in your square, you're going to win the $1,000 recliner. We've been doing it for three years now. What? I don't know. He just started (laughs)
6: laughing out of nowhere. He
2: said poos. (laughs) You're such a child. I guess that's funny. So anyway, there we are with that. (laughs) I guess he really likes that word. Poos. Didn't realize. All right, J-Dubs. <laughs> now, as we know, we will be broadcasting live Friday, yes. February 10th, on my birthday, at the Premier Adult Factory Outlet. We haven't talked a whole lot about it. No, we, we haven't ever- gotten into, like, the meat and potatoes of it. We'll discuss that here in a second, but essentially what you're going to do, and I've always said whenever someone walks into a store like the Premier Adult Factory Outlet where you got adult entertainment... You never know where to begin. The DVDs, do you go to the toys, do you go to the lingerie, do you go to the gag gifts, the couple's corner, what DVD section are you going to go to? It's kind of overload. You love it. Sensory overload. And so my idea was, why don't we do something like the supermarket uh, shopping spree. What was that called again? I always forget what what, what that was. Supermarket sweep. Supermarket sweep on Lifetime, where you have a certain amount of seconds... To run through and grab what you can. Yes. I want to do a male division and a female division at the live broadcast from February 10th. All right. So we'll discuss that more in depth. A lot of games that we're going to play. That broadcast is going to be kind of game oriented. you can going to have a lot of fun with that. The next Friday, Friday, February 17th, we have lined up a live broadcast. Okay. For the Helmet of Pain. Helmet. Of pain. Stunt bowl. We did our hideout fantasy football league. Whoever had the fewest points at the end of each weekend had to do a stunt. Mm -hmm. Whoever had the fewest points overall had to do all the stunts within a certain amount of time. If they don't get it right, if they don't complete it, they have to get a hideout tattoo. That was Tuttle. Tuttle lost the overall hideout fantasy football league and has to execute all 17 stunts, which include Taser to the Taint, uh, Drinking Pisky, um, what, Paintball Firing Squad, uh, Faceplant from Cicada, which will be substituted by Matt Albert, or Big Easy One, whoever. He's some big fat guy. So that's just among the 17 stunts. I'm proud. Can we have some sort of a music, graduation music, something going on? Pretending like we're producing a radio show. Excited because J Dubs, that live broadcast will be happening. I just really don't like it. In Melbourne, yes, the hideout is going to the East Coast, and we will be broadcasting live in Melbourne. Now, let me tell you why I'm excited about this. We Bam, went, baby! We went out to that. Part, we went out to that part of Florida for our very first live broadcast mm-hmm. at Slow and Low Barbecue in Cocoa Beach, and it was a hit. And we very rarely get to make it out there. The fact that we are going to be doing the Stunt Bowl. With Tuttle in Melbourne at Metro Entertainment, Inc. Uh, That is where we're going to do the Helmet of Pain Stunt Bowl. Friday, February 17th, Tuttle, the 17 stunts. It's on West New Haven Avenue in West Melbourne. It's got it all. Movie theater, nightclub, a lounge. uh, TheMetroEntertainment.com. They even have a MySpace. Melbourne, we are coming to your town and we're bringing 17 stunts with Tuttle. On Friday, February 17th, J-Dubs. I am just ex- extremely excited. Miss, I, I know we get a
3: lot of uh, somebody, callers and everything out of Melbourne. They can't make up the, the, the uh, Friday night open door policy
2: a lot of times, but all, now we're going to be right in their backyard. All up and down that coast. Now, here's the thing. For a lot of the heretics who live on the west side... Hmm. Dubs is fine. Come on. Can you at least <laughs> turn off your phone while we're making announcements? Can't wait. All right. Now, here's the thing. We have two live broadcasts within a week. Two completely different shows. You have to be at both of them, I think. Yeah. Friday, February 10th at Premier Adult Factory Outlet here in Orlando, full of game shows and pornography. A blast. Then out in Melbourne the next Friday night, the Stunt Bowl and the Stunt Medley with Tuttle. We will have the new edition of the Hideout t-shirts, be somebody on the back, and the Hideout flag is going to be on the I front. I don't
3: think that we should like I just don't mind getting gay things. F-L-A.
2: Oh, Darone should not be there. <laughs> Matthew in Melbourne, you're in the Hideout. What's up, Matthew.
15: Not much. I live in Melbourne Beach. I commute to Orlando every day. I'm a professor over at UCF. I'm excited you guys are coming to Melbourne.
2: All right, dude. Plan it. February 17th, tell all of your buddies in Melbourne, everybody up there along the coast. Come on out. you got to get out there. We're going to hold over some of the T-shirts. We're going to have a whole thing going on. Now, here's one. It's going to be at the Metro Entertainment. Entertainment TheMetroEntertainment.com. Because we're going to be all the way out in Melbourne. And I know some of the heretics live on the west side like Chick-fil-A, John Zeppelin, mm-hmm. all those guys who drive a long way anyway. And I'm pretty sure they're probably going to come out. They're going to make probably a two-hour drive across Florida to make it to this live broadcast on a Friday night. Do you think we should get hotel rooms in Melbourne and just party it up after the show and not worry about making the drive all the way back to Orlando? That sounds fun to me. That's something I genuinely like to look into. Top bunk. No. no. You're not getting top bunk. Black sheep, that's and not going to allow you having top bunk. <laughs> so, anyway, there it is, J Dubs. Um, keep checking the website, the hideout page, realradio.fm. Set your calendars. Two Friday nights, now set, locked in with the hideout. Friday, February 10th, Premier Adult Factory Outlet. Friday, February 17th, at Metro Entertainment in Melbourne, with Tuttle and the hideout stunt medley. It's the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. Wednesday night in the Hideout row Radio 104.1, coming up in about 15 minutes. Uh, Tommy's TV trivia and the Hideout Door Prize blowout. For those, are, you have any idea of when, Tommy? Like, is there a good time frame for the TV trivia? Is it 80s, 90s? Is it anything? Um, it seems like early 90s seems to really be your thing.
5: There's some 80s, there's some 90s. Uh, yeah, mainly 80s and 90s. Okay. So that's coming
2: up here in just a little bit. By the way, Tommy Bateman's also your host tomorrow from Patty McGee's Irish American Bar. And the Hideout Happy Hour, 2083 Aloma Avenue, behind the Mellow Mushroom. On the Hideout page, there are directions. You can get directions easily on the Hideout page on realradio.fm. Um, all right, Dub. So for, we just talked about we're going to Melbourne for the mm-hmm. Stunt Bowl, and that's the 17 stunts from the Helmet of Pain. But Friday night, February 10th, is my birthday, and we're going to be at the Premier Adult Factory Outlet. And we're doing the supermarket sweep. And essentially we're going to have two heats, female, male, getting a certain amount of time. I'm thinking 104 seconds just because it's real radio, 104, whatever. That basically gives you, what, a minute and 44? Yeah. To run through and try to decide and try to get near $500 worth of prizes from the Premier Adult Factory Outlet. Which five hundred dollars in prizes there would be sweet, and one hundred and four
3: seconds is longer than you think. You know, it, when when you're actually counting the seconds, right? So uh,
2: it, it gives you a nice uh, chunk of time to get through there and get it. So here's what we would like to do. We got to get you qualified for the first. I think probably dubs you know two hours of the show more than likely. We'll have people come out, and we'll play various games to get them qualified to do the supermarket sweep through premiere.
12: Mm-hmm.
2: Now. Chonks have come up with some ideas. I have a couple of ideas. First, we need to do a stunt. Just kind of a payoff for something. Nothing huge. But Matt Albert and you did play Madden over at the movie stop this last Sunday when we did the Madden tournament. Yes, we did. You beat Matt Albert. Yes. I think Matt Albert's stunt is dildo dentistry. Where we put white toothpaste on a dildo Mm -hmm. and he brushes his teeth with it while repeating over and over for the crowd that he sucks. What I, do you think of that one, Matt? You lost. It
6: doesn't have bugs in it, so I'm
2: good. <laughs> yeah, which is tomorrow for you and the Monsters at 830 when we're coming in with our buddies and the Monsters in the morning. All right, so good. We can agree on that. Perfect. Also, because we're at premiere, I think he probably needs to wear a nightie while he does it. <laughs> like a, like one of those old grandma nighties? Yeah, like, like a big moomoo ones? A nice moomoo. I think would work out beautifully.
3: I know they make him big enough because my grandma's huge. Big mama's house. house. Yeah,
2: That's what it's going to
3: be. He's going to be uh, the uh, the black version of uh, Gilbert Grapes' mom. You're
6: going to burn me alive in the house? Possibly. I haven't watched the end yet. You're a dick. (laughs) I had a way to ruin it. She doesn't go on to live a very healthy life. Let's just say that. So, Dubs... (sighs)
2: That'll be the, the just like the one stunt, okay? I think we should do a couple of the staples that we like to do. Okay. Inmate or Playmate, I think perfect game to play out at the premier adult factory outlet. Also, Screamer Cream has to make a comeback where it's either a porn movie or a horror movie. We've been playing that game for years now. I think it's perfect to play it on site at the premier adult factory outlet.
3: How about Butt Putt? Can we bring back Butt Putt for this? All right. Now, re- refresh my memory with butt putt. Work. Well, there's butt putt and nut putt. Um, butt putt is where we have, like, a fake uh, ass. And oh,
2: my God, I forgot about that.
3: You, you drill the hole a little bit bigger and kind of put one of those uh, those uh, putting green-type holes on it, and people try to take their hole-in-one shot. And uh, if you get the hole-in-one, then you get uh
2: you know, you win. I, I, for- I completely forgot about butt putt which could just be uh, incredible fun. What was nut putt? Didn't Not, you do that
3: with Ron and Fez? Yeah, nut putt is where we have someone sit at the end of this uh, green, this uh, putting green, and uh, he sits there, legs spread open, with like a piece of PVC pipe right at the uh, the crotchal area, and uh, they have to try to hit it towards that hole, and if it goes in the hole and hits him in the, the nut. And it's I hole think, in one nut putt.
2: I think nut putt would be easier to execute out there. And I think that would be a perfect thing for Gibbs to do. Are you up for nut putt?
8: I was I was talking to a caller. I don't even know what's going on. And nut putt yeah, is. Do you want problem. me to uh,
2: explain to him again, real quick? No. Just agree. Okay, I'll do it. All right, perfect. So we'll do nut putt with Gibbs. Out at Premiere. And you think if any, like, whoever, the first person to get hole in one moves on to the next round for the qualification?
5: I like that. All right. How about the first person that gets 50 hole in ones? (laughs) And there's uh, 50 contestants. What do you think about that, Gibbs?
0: Okay, that sounds good to me. I'm a bad drummer in a band.
2: What? Huh? I didn't say anything. What are some Uh, of the other things? Uh, Chunks came up with an idea dildo juggling. He just wants e- to do
3: that pantsless for some reason. Right. I don't get it.
2: Is that even possible?
3: I'm sure it's possible. I wouldn't expect the normal common man to be able to du- uh, juggle three floppy uh, latex dildos around. I think that would be a little bit difficult.
2: Is there anything we could substitute for the uh, dildos? Real men. <laughs> Midgets. We'll work on that one. Here's some more Chunks' ideas. Sex Trivia. We could name different types of positions and have people guess. Ah, uh, no. Yeah, that was fine. Stupid. I was on that show, actually. You've got week. mail. Dominsky and Doyle? <laughs> yeah. You've got mail. Premier adult toy trivia. We could read the description of the toy and have people guess what it is. Kind of like read the back part of it? I like that. That's not a bad idea, Chunks. Maybe we'll roll with that one. All right, Chunks says Valentine's Day stories. People Because this is right before Valentine's Day. People describe their worst sto- story about Valentine's Day. That's kind of like a queen for the day, kind of queen of the day kind of thing, you know what I mean? Where the sad sack gets to move on. I don't like that. Yeah, I don't know if I particularly like any of the chumps. It seems I, like a, he's just picking things that he could win. Right. I'm a loser and here's why. Valentine's Day gifts. We could talk about the worst gifts to get a girl for Valentine's.
5: Hey. Can't go wrong with a punch. <laughs> I don't like that either.
2: Anything to the kidneys works great. They feel How, it later. Hey, How about this? Hefe birthday quiz. Since It is my birthday, February 10th. I can see that getting ugly. Who's <laughs> writing it up? Hefe <laughs> asks questions of events that happened to him over his various birthdays, and the listeners have to guess which birthday it was. That could kill some time. Yeah. We can have that on standby. All right, maybe I'll work on that. Think about my birthdays, Smack Daddy. You're in the hideout on road Radio. What do you got, Smack Daddy? On
9: that juggling thing. Uh mm-hmm. huh. How about implant juggling?
2: Uh, how would it work?
9: I don't know. You'd have to find some doctor or somebody that could, you know, supply some uh, some implants.
2: Uh, you know what? I do like the idea of yeah,
9: uh, better than three days
2: <laughs> No, yes, yeah, some like silicone. If we could get silicone, yeah, yeah.
9: That's... You might with your face. The lip bite.
2: Right. Benoit ball juggling. What's that?
6: You know, they're balls that kind of go uh, yeah. through the other door.
2: Mm-hmm.
6: The Benoit balls. Oh. They don't have to be used. <laughs> I'm sure the kids can come up with that.
2: Oh, how about that, though? How about we dip them in chocolate? Nice. And then whoever can duggle, uh, juggle them.
3: No, with the, uh, with the implant juggling. We don't even have to get the implants. They have those fake breasts yeah. that, like girls put in uh, their bra. Like the gel. Yeah. Uh, and they they have the the, uh, the caps on them and everything.
2: Oh, by the way, Matt Albert, real fast, this is what Evil Eye is going to bring in for the monsters tomorrow to put on you in the... Uh,
6: yeah,
2: good for him. In the kiddie pool.
5: Looks hairy Ooh. and poisonous.
2: Yeah, absolutely. 407 916 1041 888 1041 star 1041 on your singular wireless phones. All right, Deb. So, there are a couple of the ideas that we have. Did you mention the condom taste testing? Oh, that's right. All right, we did that one out. I think that should be for the chicks. Yeah, condom taste testing because you know they have flavor condoms, and if the, whoever, whichever girls can correctly match the tasting would work out perfectly. This tastes like butt. All right, I do have to dump that. Thank you for at least warning me that I may have to dump. Chuck Jock. Absolutely, what's wrong with you? <laughs> 407-916-1041, It's Star-1041 on your singular wireless phones. Gibbs, other than nut putt, what else are you going to do out of Premiere? Do you have any
8: idea? I'll think of something. The The wheels are turning. I'll figure out something. Very slowly.
3: I can hear grinding.
2: <laughs> <sighs> um, Chunks, what would you like to do out at premiere? Is there anything in particular that you have uh, that you'd like to uh, execute?
10: Uh, I came up with those, uh, those ideas.
2: I didn't like any of them.
10: I, t- I figured you'd like the Hefe birthday trivia one. Why would you like that? Because uh, it's, it's focused around him. Yeah, and all the awful memories from my... Birthdays passed? I didn't know that you had awful memories. You could have had great birthday memories. Yeah, because I always seem so happy, right? Well, I don't know. Chris don't in know. Orlando,
2: you're in the hideout. What do you got, Chris?
9: Hi, uh, I was just wondering if you're going to do implant juggling,
2: um, why not keep the implant in the boot? All right, now here's the thing. How high in the air could we get it?
3: As high as we want.
2: Just slapping at them. <laughs> That's not bad. Speed bags. Whatever it is, it's going to be a blast. Friday, February 10th. Call now. Be a winner. The Hideout Door Prize Blowout and Tommy Bateman TV Trivia. 407
3: 916 1041 888 1041 star 1041 on your singular wireless phone. It's a
2: Hideout Real Radio 104.1. All right, welcome back to the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. So Tommy what? Bateman TV Trivia. Call now.
3: 407 916 1041 1041 star 1041 on your singular wireless phone.
2: Real fast, Mike 95. What do you got, bro? Hey, man, I got a, I got a game
9: for you. Uh-huh. Uh, I, I think you guys like it. Uh, you remember the old egg toss game, the field day trip? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You got field day at school where oh, you yeah. toss the egg back and forth? Uh-huh. Uh, why not take two chicks and uh, take a dildo, dip it in chocolate, and, and uh, use it for an egg?
2: Uh, <laughs> I actually kind of like that. All right, thank you, Michael. That's not a bad idea. Or you
3: can make kind of a water balloon dildo-looking thing, you know, off of one of those long balloons and uh, a kind of shorter one, tie it off at the end, and it looks like a dildo. You're tossing it back and forth, first one to, you know, last one with their intact water balloon dildo wins.
2: As, as opposed to it popping or whatever, so it doesn't pop?
3: Yeah, so whoever has it, whoever can keep it from popping the longest,
2: whatever group of two, they move on. All right, I'm digging this. I think this could be a lot of fun, J-Dubs. Premier adult, Friday, February 10th. It's going to be a blast. All right, here we go. Tommy Bateman, you have TV trivia. Yes. Uh, How many questions do you have? 14. How would you like to, should we do if they get one wrong to get a second chance? Sure. All right.
5: And they will get them wrong, I'm pretty sure, looking at this. All right, well, can we help them out at all? Uh, You can, but not Dubs, because I know he knows weird stuff like I do.
2: All right, so they could go to me for a lifeline if they wanted? Sure. All right, let's start. Ladies first, uh, Jose and Deanna and Tab have been on hold for a long time, so we'll get to both of them. We'll start with Deanna. Uh, you ready?
12: Yeah.
2: All right, here we go. Tommy Bateman, TV trivia on the Hideout, row Radio 104.1 with the Hideout Door Prize up.
5: All right, what was the name of the female robot on Small Wonder?
12: Um, I don't know.
2: Oh, man, I watch that show all the time. I love Small Wonder. Uh, Son of a bitch, I don't have a clue on that one. I'm sorry, Deanna. Hang tight, you'll get a second chance. It was Vicky. Vicky! Damn you! Vicky the robot. Vicky the robot. Dubs, did you know that one? Yeah, because we were talking about this before,
3: and uh, I totally forgot it until Tommy brought it up to me. I had the same trouble, like it was on the tip of my tongue. Vicky! Simple. Damn, stupid. I should have known that.
5: should have known that.
2: All right, here we go, Deanna. Here's your second go-around. Tommy Bateman TV trivia. I guess it's late 80s, early 90s. If you, uh... Just to kind of give you a clue. Here we go. Uh,
5: since we did the Jim and Cindy Walsh question earlier, who was the guy Kelly from Beverly Hills 90210 dated from Melrose Place, thus setting up the spinoff of Melrose Place? The guy Kelly from 90210 dated on Melrose Place.
3: Who did Kelly date from, uh... The guy, Kelly, from
5: now to no, now. No, no, the girl, Kelly.
3: Oh. Girl, um, Kelly, Who? what guy did she date?
5: They created the spin-off.
9: Evan? Dylan?
2: <laughs> oh,
5: no. I'm sorry, Deanna. Jake. Jake the Carpenter.
2: Not the mechanic? Uh, no. I don't think he's dating anybody now. Oh. Ouch. All 916 like, Tommy, these are tough, dude. These are simple. I didn't have to look any of these up. I just double checked <laughs> them. I, are you proud of that? Maybe. <laughs> kind of in a weird sort of loser way. You do have an incredible memory. I would. I wonder what your IQ is because you just have a fabulous memory. It comes and goes.
5: <laughs>
2: Sadly. <laughs> All right, let's go to Jose at Tampa. I've been on hold for a long time. You ready, Jose?
10: Yeah, let's
2: go. All right, here we go.
5: All right, I'll give you an easy one. On Third Rock from the Sun, what were the three main characters' names on Earth? On
13: um,
15: Third Rock from the Sun, there was... Uh, I don't know. John Lithgow and... I, I don't know the guy's name.
2: Yeah, I don't know what their TV I
5: names were. I, uh,
15: Are you yes. uh, I never
5: watched that show.
2: Tom, Dick, and Harry. Are you serious? Yes. I never watched that show. Are you going to get a second chance, Jose. Tommy uh, Bateman, TV trivia on the high uh, up the reason I didn't watch it, to be honest, I hated the opening. I never could get past the opening credits, and I'm like, I can't watch this. It's too stupid. All right, here we go. Here we go, Jose. Good luck, brother. All right, on NYPD Blue, what was Jimmy Smith's
5: character name?
6: Juanito. <laughs>
5: <laughs> no, it was Bobby Simone. Not Juanito. <laughs> no, and he died after his heart replacement went bad.
2: Aw. You know why I didn't like NYPD Blue? Hmm. The damn camera was always moving. Just that shaky, shaky moving cam. cam. Like Trying some, to make it look more real? Like you had a big Gibbs bobblehead. Huh. And you were trying to sit there watching uh, Smiths and the other guy. Like you were a new. It was literally if it was a newborn. Sitting there watching everything go down. Couldn't keep that head straight. Let's go to... Uh, Nate in Winter Springs, or actually Mike in Winter Springs. You ready, Mike? Yeah, let's go. Tommy Bateman, TV Trivia on the Hideout road Radio 104.1. All right, what
5: baseball team did Tony play for before he retired and became the housekeeper on Who's the Boss?
2: I think I know this one.
14: Um. Uh, Yankees. I'm... Uh, well,
2: I, a, I think it was the Cardinals. I think it was the Athletics.
15: <laughs> uh, okay, let's go with Cardinals.
5: You actually are a winner, finally.
15: Yes!
2: Yes! Hold on, Mike. The Cardinals!
5: I, I just could see him in that really gay
3: green outfit.
2: Green and white? Yeah. All right, uh, green and yellow? Bash Brothers? Cardinals, huh? Dang. Yep. What what kind of hard times did he fall
3: on
5: after being a nanny? I don't remember. I know his wife died. Yeah. Still, though, he should have had millions if he played for the Cardinals. He played for, like, a season or something. I forget. Wh- I don't remember why he was no longer playing. Hey, ho.
2: All right, let's move on. All right, I got one right.
5: Hey, Mona, I'm suck. It off
2: Did I ruin it for you, Tommy?
5: Yes, they're all going to be very hard after this.
2: Oh, I'm sorry, dude. Let's go to Nate in Orlando. You ready, Nate? Yeah, man. What's up? All right, here is Tommy Bateman TV trivia. Nate, I'm sorry to do this to you, but you can blame
5: El Jefe for it.
2: I'll just say now it's getting harder. What
5: soap opera was Sarah Michelle Gellar on before she made it big as Buffy the Vampire Slayer? <laughs> I think I know this one. Uh,
2: As the World Turns.
5: No, All My Children. Oh, I'm sorry. Right, here you go, Nate.
2: You've where she like- played Kendall. <laughs> How do you know that? I right, hate you.
5: second chance, Nate. Here we go. She played Erica Kane's long-lost daughter. <laughs> <laughs> all right, here's an easy one. On the on Perfect Strangers, where was Balky from?
8: Oh! oh. Huh. I
3: love I that
2: show. Have, I have no clue.
5: Um...
3: Uh, This is one that I should know. It's
2: one of those where it's like St. Olaf, uh, Minnesota, where it's like so specific. I don't think you can get the general just of Russia, right? Damn it. I'm sorry, Nate. The Uh, island uh, of
5: of Meepos.
2: Meepos. (laughs) I know this afterwards. I can remember it. Just not before.
3: Good memories of bad shows. Great shows.
2: Actually, they were, did you like Perfect Strangers? Yeah,
5: I think so, but I know after a while I watched it and I go, why am I watching
3: I'm it? sure
2: if I watch it now I'd be like, oh, I am yeah.
5: ashamed.
3: Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like, now you watch back some of these shows, it's just like, wow, I laughed at this? I actually enjoyed myself? I
2: didn't like, here's the thing, I loved Balky, I hated uh, Paul.
5: Marklin Baker?
2: I hated the guy <laughs> with the uh, curly hair.
5: Yeah, Mark Lynn Baker. With the Chunks hair. Ha! Ha! Oh, my God, yeah. He does look like Chunks, actually.
2: Mm-hmm. You're right. <laughs> they actually they look incredible. If Belky and uh, him had a kid, it would be Chunks. <laughs> uh, all right, here we go. Let's go to Mr. Delicious in Melbourne. By the way, we're coming to your neighborhood, Mr. Delicious. Mark it down, Friday, February 17th. I'll be there with all my honeys for you, boys. Beautiful. Uh, Tuttle is doing the uh, stunt bowl out there, my friend. We're going to be at Metro Entertainment. All right, here we go. Here is uh, TV trivia with uh, Tommy Bateman.
5: Right. Let's
2: go. How did Homer Simpson get disability disability benefits and be able to work from home?
9: He got really fat.
5: You are a
2: winner. Yes! Side way, Mr. Delicious. Good job. I'm glad Thank Melbourne for... a winner. Hold on, brother. And tell all your friends in Melbourne, the hideout's coming to town. Friday, February 17th. I feel bad whoever gets these next questions. Uh, actually, we'll keep it in Melbourne. Go to Dan. You ready, Dan? Uh, sure, I get the hard one.
5: All right, I'm sorry, bro. <laughs> well, you're in Melbourne. You can go beat that guy up. All right, exactly. <laughs> On the groundbreaking show, Alf, what was Alf's alien girlfriend's
2: name? Oh,
5: dude. The alien girlfriend? That's oh, a, that God. is That
2: so should be a you can't win. That is so incredibly no, it's, hard. It's so... How about Mel Macca? What? Mel Miss Mel Macca? No, it was Rhonda. Uh, Rhonda. Do yes you even know Rhonda? Right, i did you get another <laughs> <laughs> congratulations i'm sorry here's your
5: second chance Danny. you ready all right, yep. all right this, this one's a bit easier on family matters what was carl's wife's name i
6: know this. she was
5: actually on perfect strangers that's how they did the spin-off right perfect strangers to family matters
2: no clue matt knows it wow what Don't is say it, it what is it man he didn't have a clue oh. Go ahead, Matt. Harriet. Very good. I'm sorry, Dan. We'll see you in Melbourne anyway for the live broadcast of the 17th. Are we all out of questions? I don't think we are, are we? No, we we got uh, four more. All right, we got four more. We got four people who haven't played, so they only get one shot. How about that? Okay. All right, let's go to Tom in St. Augustine. You ready, Tom? Oh, yeah. All right, you got one done so that everybody can play who's on the line. Here we go. All right. Which former night court actress briefly had her own daytime talk show? I know this. I know it. Uh, Marky Post. No. Oh, that's a good guess. Ah. That, is someone, that was um, Marsha Warfield. Oh, yep, yeah. Warfield. I remember hearing she was a lesbian when I was in uh, middle school, and I was like, no, not her. No way. How do you know? And what's a lesbian? <laughs> no, I knew that. Spike in Orlando. You ready, Spike? Oh yeah. All right, here we go. All one right. and done. Easy
5: question. What was Kelly from Saved by the Bell's last name? Know it?
11: Oh, you got to be freaking kidding me! It's <laughs> a simple
5: one. Ripa.
2: <sighs> Kelly. All right. Okay, I'm out. Come all on. right, all right.
11: I'm gonna give you the. I'm gonna give you my answer, but first off, I gotta say. Growing up the way that I did, I hated that show. Yeah, so Saved I. by
2: the Bell it was just
11: But crazy. you
3: had to watch it for some reason. It was a car wreck.
11: Well, here, here's the thing. I chose not to. So, hence, I know it's Elizabeth Berkeley, so I give me a second-chance question off the top of your head. If it's I not could.
2: Elizabeth Berkeley. That was actually. actually Tiffany Amber Thiessen, bro. <laughs> and that was Kelly Kapowski, right? Very sure. good, Dubs. Nerds. Whatever. David Winter Springs, you next up in the TV uh, Tommy Bateman TV game show. TV trivia. I wish this was just somebody I hated. All right, here we go, David. All right, what's? Oh, hold on, is David there? Yes, I am. All right, here we
10: go.
5: Oh, he annoyed me that he waited. What syndicated show featured Jerry O'Connell as a teen that gained superpowers after accidentally getting in the way of his neighbor's scientific experiment?
2: I know this. Repeat one. the. I know this yeah, one. One more time.
5: What syndicated show featured Jerry O'Connell as a teen that gained superpowers after accidentally getting in the way of his neighbor's scientific experiment? I
2: think I know this one. David, do you have any clue? Uh, no. Do you want to go with my guess? Uh, yeah. Sliders. No. Damn!
5: My Secret Identity.
2: Ah! Wasn't he in Sliders? Wasn't he in that show Sliders? Yeah, I never watched it. Damn it, dude. I'm sorry. never heard of it. Yeah, I'm sorry. Sci-fi, I think. All right, we'll end it up with the anti Matt. You ready? Cheer, cheer, Let's go.
5: All right, here we go. While he was waiting to become a movie star, Ryan Reynolds starred in this ABC TV show that first revolved around a pizza shop.
11: God damn, man! Come on, Tommy.
5: <laughs> pizza <laughs> shop. Pizza places. Like,
11: pizza place. Uh. 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 Mad Albert bungee jump, and go straight to hell. No,
2: fine, that's yeah. <laughs> I think isn't it? <laughs> it gets funnier every time. Isn't it two girls in a pizza shop? Two guys, a girl in a pizza
5: place. Yeah. yeah. Was that the name of the show? Yeah. Yeah. And then it just it became like two guys, a girl.
2: And, and now it,
3: what I'm what I'm uh upset about is we didn't
2: have any rags to riches questions. Well, that's for next time or yeah. silver spoons. All right. Or dinosaurs. Want a thousand dollar recliner? Charles in charge from the Wholesale Furniture Market. Stay tuned. It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. By the way, congratulations to uh, Sar Kagan of Longwood, now qualified to win the $1,000 recliner from the Wholesale Furniture Market in the third annual Hideout Bowel Bowl with Matt Albert. Friday, uh, all the qualifiers will be given squares, 15-minute increments, 7 to 7.15, 7.16 to 7.30, Around between four and five we'll feed Matt Albert X lax and seven eleven burritos. Whenever Matt Albert poos, let's say it's at seven forty seven. If you have the time that is seven forty six to eight o'clock, you win the thousand dollar recliner from the wholesale furniture market. Two thousand six bowel ball. Keep checking the hideout page on RealRadio.fm Radio Data From to see the qualifiers and also two on Friday if you're a qualifier to see which slot you have been uh Given. Basically, we're going to draw them out of a hat and go from there. That's the way it'll happen. 407-916-1041, 888 and Star one zero four one on your singular wireless phones. Uh, J-Dubs. Yes. Oscar announcements came out. And I figure we should do something involving the Oscars. feel like we have a stake in them. We need to get more into popular culture. We need to know what's going on in the world. So, to make us care about the Oscars... Here's what we've decided to do. Brokeback Mountain, obviously one of the big hits. Mm-hmm. And I believe that we should do a game around the Oscars with a payoff like Brokeback Mountain. Kind of. On what you want to do if you lose, it's up to you. But we'll put you in position to capitalize. We'll pick the winners for the various nominees, okay, for the various categories. Whoever picks the fewest winners has to go camping with the Heretics and sleep in the same tent as Heretic Zeppelin, who is by far considered the craziest Heretic, maybe even person in Central Florida. Uh, Former Marine, completely whacked out. We love him. He's our favorite. Sleeping in a tent with him, I would say, uh, has to be... Stories, story beyond story, what other radio shows can give away the opportunity oh. to go camping and sleeping in the tent? By the way, quick story about Zeppelin, and can we see if we can get a hold of him? He's the guy who, in the Marines, because he was bored for $50 in cigarettes, rat-holed a gear shift when he was over in Iraq.
3: And I think the uh, $50 in cigarettes are just incidental. He didn't even know that was coming to him.
2: So... Dubs, we have a list of the nominees. Yes. Now, how many movies of these have you seen? Um,
3: Probably one or two. I've seen Crash. Uh, In the Best Picture nomination, I've only seen Crash.
2: And I've seen Crash and Syriana. All right, Chunks, why don't you play the nominees for the Best Picture? I think that's the last track. So
3: we'll play these, and then we'll uh, take our pick.
2: We'll find out who the nominees are, and then we'll pick which one. And we'll pick individually, I guess.
0: In the category of Best Achievement in Directing, we have Ang Lee, Brokeback Mountain. All right, you know what? Bennett Miller I, I, for uh,
2: Here's the problem. On the list that I gave you, you can't tell who it is. Sorry about that, Chunks. So let's st- just start off with uh, number six. I think that's Best Actor. We'll go with Best Actor first. Everybody okay. Flip to the pages of Best Actor.
1: The nominees for Best Performance by an Actor in a Leading Role are Philip Seymour Hoffman in Capote, Terrence Howard in Hustle and Flow, <laughs> Heath Ledger in Brokeback Mountain, Joaquin Phoenix in Walk the Line, and David Strathairn in Good Night and Good Luck.
2: All right, has Ooh. anybody seen any of these movies here in The Hideout? No. No. Not one of them. All right, the big buzz is around Joaquin Phoenix. hmm but I don't think they'll give it two years in a row to to someone who played a dead musician because of Ray last year. I'm I'm gonna go Philip Seymour Hoffman.
6: I'm going Joaquin Phoenix. Uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman. Trunks. Hoffman.
2: Bateman. Uh, I. I'd like it to be Terrence Howard for Hustle and Flow, but I don't. Th- I don't think it'll happen. What is Hustle and Flow? It's a rap movie. Oh
5: God! I who's Philip Seymour Hoffman? Who's he? I know these names. I've never. I haven't seen any of these.
2: I, that's the point. That's where you got to pick. <laughs> yeah,
5: they, none of us are.
2: Who would well you choose, Hafe?
5: Philip Seymour Hoffman.
2: I'll Capote. Go with, I'll go with him. What's the guy in Hustle and Flow? Terrence Howard.
8: Yeah, let me get my dog.
2: Let me get my dog. What? (laughs) All right. Chunks, I think the next category is Best Supporting Actor.
1: For Best Performance by an Actor in a Supporting Role, the nominees are George Clooney in Siriana, Matt Dillon in Crash, Paul Giamatti in Cinderella Man, Jake Gyllenhaal in Brokeback Mountain, and William Hurt in A History of Violence.
6: Oh, dude.
3: Here's the thing. I've Paul seen, Giamatti got screwed last year. That's why I'm thinking.
2: Yeah, him. same here. I've seen two of these movies. I love. I would love for George Clooney to win. I don't think he will. Matt Dillon was fantastic in Crash. I mean, he was fantastic. But do you think they're going to go with Jake Gyllenhaal just because of Brokeback Mountain, and he's the one who played the uber uber, uh, uber gay guy?
3: I'm going with Paul Giamatti just because he got screwed last year.
2: I also heard William uh, Hurt was great in the history of violence. I don't think that's... Son of a bitch. Tough one. This is tough because I've seen two of the performances. <laughs> and how do I go with one of the two that I haven't seen? All right, Dubs, you go first. You're going with Giamatti? Giamatti. Matt? Giamatti. Chunks? Same, Giamatti. Bateman. <sighs>
5: uh, I'll just join the crowd. Do you
8: mind? Very confident. I'll go with the Brokeback Mountain guy. Jake Gyllenhaal? It, what? what is
2: it? Gyllenhaal or Gyllenhaal? It? Hall No. Come on. Like, he hadn't heard that already of Brokeback. <laughs> I'm going out on a limb. Matt Dillon. Matt Dillon? Crash. Played a racist cop. No, oh, dude, I think I just screwed myself. I think I'll be sleeping in a Duke, tent with Zeppelin. You'll be able
3: to make it up somewhere here.
2: Zeppelin. Hey, Zeppelin. Hey, what's going on, guys? Hey, did you hear what we're doing? Yes, I did. All right, are you okay with this with the loser or losers? Has to go camping with you and sleep in the same tent?
9: No problem. I prefer Matt Albert because I can carve him out and use him as an emergency shelter if the tent burns down for some reason. <laughs>
2: Well, <laughs> Empire Strikes Back. Right. All right, Zeppelin. Uh, where Where should we do this? Should we do it out on the ranch? Uh we can we can do it
15: out in bush now, or we can go up to the Ocala National Forest. I mean, that's
2: okay. And now, be... we're, and now, where all those people just got killed? Yeah. What us gear there? <laughs> oh God! All right, Zeppelin. Thank you, bro. Uh, no problem. And why don't we? We'll check back in with you later. Maybe if you want to think of some ideas of some other stuff we could do. Thank you, Zeppelin. Oh, wow. I didn't even realize what we just put out. And just talking is that one. Yeah. I know. Let's go to the Ocala National (laughs) Forest. Oh, Jesus. Okay. Uh, Let's move on to the next category, which I think is Best Actress.
0: For Best Performance by an Actress in a Leading Role, the nominees are... Judy Dench in Mrs. Henderson Presents, Felicity Huffman in Transamerica, Keira Knightley in Pride and Prejudice, <laughs> Charlize Theron in North Country, and Reese Witherspoon in Walk the Line.
10: I don't want to go first on this one. Chunk, do you want to go? Sure. Uh, Reese Witherspoon. Tommy? Witherspoon. Same. Witherspoon? Yep,
2: Witherspoon.
6: Gibbs? Matt? I'm trying to decide between Huffman and Witherspoon. Huffman played a tranny, which they like. I'm taking Huffman then. <laughs>
2: I'll go with, uh, uh, Eeny Meeny. I'll go with Huffman. All right. Charon, uh, Theron's not getting it. charity nah. won one. Karen Knightley, too hot to get one. Judy Dinch, she's always nominated for something. I think she's like Susan Lucci. Huffman and Witherspoon. Huffman. Go on the training route. Good man. It's the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. Wednesday night in the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. Coming up Wednesday night, what's on the web? Also another chance for you to get qualified for the $1,000 recliner from the wholesale furniture market. We're giving away in the 2006 foul ball. Don't forget tomorrow night. Afternoon, 6 to 8, Tommy Bateman, your host for the Hideout Happy Hour, Winter Park at Patty McGee's Irish American Bar, 2083 Aloma Avenue in Winter Park, behind the Mellow Mushroom Great Drink Specials, and it's your opportunity to uh, hang out with the one and only, the legend, Tommy Batts. Uber dude going to be there for the uh, Team Bateman? I don't know, he might have some uh, Team Bateman
5: business to be handling at that time.
2: Okay. Okay. Well, regardless, go see Tommy win some prizes. Have fun. a Happy Hour tomorrow from 68 at Patty McGee's. Right now in the middle of our picks for the Oscars, whoever gets the fewest picks right, and by the way, if there's a tie, then uh, both go. Or if there's like a four-way tie. Then uh, the four go and sleep in the same tent and camp out with the Heretics, specifically the same tent as Heretic Zeppelin. I think, honestly, uh, you should be pulling for that. I don't think you want one specific loser. Oh yeah, if you if
3: you lose, you want someone with you.
2: Absolutely. Uh, all right, here's what we also need to do. Chunks. We're just we're gonna pick the ones that we have the audio for for the announcements. I think left we have supporting actress, probably directing, and then uh, best picture. But we are picking all the categories that we have here, so we'll go over those in a second. And what I would like is to get these up on the website so on Oscar night. Uh, when, is the, when are the Oscars, by the way? I think we got like two weeks.
10: Yeah, we got a, a we got a while. I so think it's, it's even it's, longer. Than yeah, it's like weeks. in March. Wow. Yeah.
2: So we have a lot of time to just sit there.
10: She's around the 8th. Sit there and watch these
3: people, our, our picks being
2: thrashed. Now, here's the thing. Will you go back and watch any of these films, or will you decide, I can't watch, because no. then it's going to change my mind?
3: Exactly, and then you can't change it. You're just going to be sitting there mad at yourself forever.
2: Right.
0: All right, here we go. Best Supporting Actress category. The 2005 nominees for Best Performance by an Actress in a Supporting Role are Amy Adams in Junebug, Catherine Keener in Capote, Frances McDormand in North Country, Rachel Vise in The Constant Gardener, and Michelle Williams in Brokeback Mountain.
3: You know what? This is a crap shoot. Rachel Wise or Wise or whatever they call her. That's who I'm going with. Constant
6: Gardner. Matt? Amy Adams isn't getting it. She's hot. Michelle Williams, she isn't getting it because she was at Dawson's Creek. She's getting it. I'll go with Catherine Keener.
10: Capote. Chunks? I'll take the German, yeah. Sehr gut. Weitz. The hell's he talking about? Weitz! Weitz! She's English. <laughs> Whatever. Same thing. <laughs> it's all the same. What game. do you
2: have, uh, Bateman?
10: Michelle Williams. I don't want to wait either.
6: <laughs> Is so- Pacey gonna give her the <laughs> <laughs> award? Gibbs. I'll go with Wise.
8: Constance Gardner.
2: I'm gonna go Williams. Bruckback Mountain.
8: No.
5: Oh.
2: No. You know what? I change it. Good. Keener. Capote. Me oh. and Pacey will be up there in the
6: celebration party. Jinx. <laughs> That's what I just got. <laughs> Why? You picked Capote or Catherine Keener. How am
2: I a jinx? I'm not a jinx. You're the jinx, if anything.
0: In the category of best achievement in directing, we have Ang Lee, Brokeback Mountain, Bennett Miller for Capote, Paul Haggis for Crash, George Clooney for Good Night and Good Luck, and Steven Spielberg for Munich. All right, I'll go first on this one. Spielberg, Munich.
2: I don't think you cannot go against Spielberg. I'm going Bennett Miller, Capote. Chiefs. Paul Haggis. Crash. Crash. Chunks. Angley. What, are you going to try to do this in all the accents now? <laughs> Stupid?
5: <laughs> Bateman. I'm so torn now. I think it's between Angley Lee and uh, Bennett Miller, and I'm trying to figure out which is my best choice to go with in case there's a tie. <sighs> I guess I'll go with. I guess I'm not gonna go with Broke backbound since it was nominated 87 times, and I just jinxed myself by doing that, so Angley, Lee. Damn it! <laughs> Dude, you jinxed me too!
12: And I don't care kids. about
5: you. Um, also
3: torn between Miller and Lee. Uh, I'll go with Lee. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Well, either I'm going to score big here or I'm going to get screwed big time
2: <laughs> Again this is You're for out of gear shift Again this is for camping with the heretics Now w- which normally isn't so bad but the fact that you have to sleep in the same tent as Zeppelin who by the way I have heard wakes up uh, with nightmares about Iraq and oh, Afghanistan And here's the problem I'm brown so I'm a little worried about that.
3: And he uh, he says he sleeps with a gun at all times. No, he can't.
2: He's not allowed for sleeping in the tent. He can sleep with it outside, but he is not
10: allowed a gun in the tent. How could you stop him?
2: It's not allowed.
3: True. You say not allowed. Yeah. His 12-gauge is saying allowed. Yeah,
10: this is your idea. Now we're stuck in his crazy nutty <laughs> realm world, wherever he lives in.
3: Now, do we have the recording for Best Picture?
1: Yes, yes All do. right. The Best Picture nominees for 2005 are... Brokeback Mountain, Diana Osana and James Sheamus, producers. Capote, Caroline Barron, William Vince and Michael Ohoven, producers. Crash, Paul Haggis and Kathy Schulman, producers. Good night and good luck, Grant Hesloff, producer. And Munich, Kathleen Kennedy, Steven Spielberg and Barry Mendel, producers.
2: All right. Uh, first of all, let me say this real fast. It is a travesty that Syriana was left off. Because to me, that was the movie of the year. And I think well, Ebert... you haven't seen these other ones. Well, Ebert and Robert even had it. One had it for number one for them. The other one had it number two. So I can at least say there, they saw them all. I'm
3: going with Brokeback.
2: Oh, man. All right, here's the thing with Brokeback. Gay movies, gay rights, etc. Crash is about race relations. Race, rela- uh, race relations. So maybe they're going that way. I don't want to answer yet. Chunks? It's going to have to be, uh, Broke Back. I just can't even imagine. The
3: Heat's on it, and the Heat will still be on it by, os- uh, by the time Oscars actually air. Matt Albert?
6: Uh, I'll go with the group Broke Back. Tommy.
8: <sighs>
5: I. Uh... I hate you all because now you just changed my decision. Screw you all. I broke back. I jinx you all. See
8: you uh, in hell.
3: Same with me, man. Broke back. Well, I, it, I see can't it, see anything else winning. If we're all jinxed, we're all jinxed together yeah. and no one loses. Exactly. Yeah. Good.
2: Go with Capote.
6: <laughs> all right,
2: here's the thing. No, don't. N- Mark Cuban... Has never
3: won one uh, championship, we know.
2: Owner of the Dallas Looks Mavericks.
3: <laughs> has a huge head,
2: bigger than a... Uh, produce, good night and good luck. You guys are going Brokeback? Yep. <sighs> Munich. We're safe. Yeah. Good night and good luck.
3: Yeah,
10: good.
2: <laughs> Munich. I don't think Brokeback broke will win it.
3: Munich. Man, you went two Munichs on there?
2: Yeah, I think... I think
3: He's st- not going to sweep it like that. Why
2: not? He's Steven Spielberg, and
3: dude.
2: He, he, and the Hollywood people hate him. That's true, they do. I think this is his chance to get over. He's been there
3: so many times, it's not a chance to get over. It's this a chance is- for them to show him that they still hate him.
2: 407-916-1041. 1041 right, let me look back over what I chose. Oh, man, I'm screwed. I'm screwed on all of it. What was I thinking? Who's Matt th- Dillon for Best Supporting Actor? Did I, did I really pick that? Yeah. Oh, all right, Zeppelin. I guess it's you and me. Who's Paul Haggis? Did I picked, picked him. him? <laughs> I was,
3: it's funny when you go through this. You're like, I should have picked this other guy. <laughs> Why didn't I pick
10: Keith Ledger? Dude, Zeppelin's going to shoot you, half No, he's not. He'll stab you then. All
2: right, we're going to go... Here are the ones left over that we're going to do. We're going to pick off the air. Just because it's even... We'll have no clue. Um, Adapted screenplay, editing, documentary, costume design, makeup, animated feature film, visual effects, live action short film, uh, best animated short film, best original screenplay, Foreign language film, original song, original score, documentary short, uh, sound editing, sound mixing, cinematography, and art direction.
6: Oh, my God.
2: So we will pick the rest of those. And by the way, we're going to pick the rest of them before the end of the night, and we're going to hand them over all the chunks, and the answers are final. Please uh, Please bring your scantrons to the front. Dude, this may be the worst idea that I've ever had. Now thinking about the fact I was sleeping in that tent with Zeppelin and yeah, that Yeah, I didn't know what you are thinking, man. And that gun. Screenplay. Yeah, because
5: <laughs> you have no control. It's not like it's in the studio where you can at least have some authority.
2: Well, I'll bring a Whoever goes has to take, I think, a video camera and a, at the very least video camera and a mini disc recorder to document it.
3: The funniest part about this is we haven't seen them. So, like, costume design... We don't know what the costumes look like unless we saw the trailer. I will take a
2: break. Oh, this
10: is so- ridiculous.
2: I want to buy body armor if I lose.
10: It won't save you from Zeppelin.
2: I'll wear a helmet and a vest and just protect the vitals and hope that he shoots me in my calf. How can you do editing if you haven't seen it? That's part of the beauty.
6: Part- they, they don't even edit the trailer. It's part- that's what you're going by. Oh.
2: Pick your favorite name. I'm just going through going C, C, <laughs> C. It's the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. Oh, almost done. Almost done. You know, wow. Mr. Jimenez. All right, here's Dro's uh, test. It's the Hideout row Radio 104.1. I mean, we just went through and filled out the rest of our picks. Who else got stuck on best animated short? Here, I didn't because I just—I knew I had no idea. I just picked one. How about best live action short? What animated short did you pick? Nine. <laughs> it was the shortest. It was the shortest title. First
8: that,
6: where... I think I went six shooter. Hold on. It Whoa. was. It was. the moon and the and the sun. Me too. All
2: right, we're gonna put all these up on uh, the hideout page on RealRadio.fm, and we are stuck with them.
10: Pass your test to the left, please. I had one question real quickly. For original score, it looks like John Williams is in there twice. Do we just have to do we have to just get him or the movie? No, no the you movie. Gotta, the
2: movie, stupid. You can't just pick the person. It's like saying, uh, I pick uh Spielberg and so anytime he wins, even if he didn't do the other ones, you get that. Three eyes three eyes in Altamont, you're in the hideout. What's up, man?
9: Hey F.A., That's a pretty good show. I like the idea. Thank you. Yeah, the thing is, though, I got a question. If you do wind up having to go camping and you wake up in the morning with Vaseline all over your butt and your pants around your ankles, are you going to tell anybody? Uh, no. Unfortunately, hey, you want to go camping tomorrow with me?
2: No, okay, thank you. (laughs) Ass. (laughs) Then yes. Wait. You're going to
3: run and tell your mom that you found a great new life.
2: What were we
6: thinking, dude? It was like your first idea. It was like your first time at a horse track, and you're just picking the prettiest names. Ooh, Thunderclap. Oh, okay.
2: <laughs> that literally, that's not, that's not a good name. That li- <laughs> that's scary sounds fast. Ever. That literally took me back to the days of having no idea. Like when you show up for a final
8: yeah.
2: in a class that you've been to maybe twice and just praying and hoping.
8: It's like the questions at the beginning are the easy ones, because those are the, that's the easy first chapter, and then once it gets to the, like later chapters, it's so hard. Yeah,
2: the fir- I went to the first two days. I remember that. Oh, man, I wish I'd gone to class. I'll do anything if I pass this. Anything.
3: Yeah, you're praying to God like he cares. God, get me through this, and I'll swear I'll go to all my classes. Um, God, get me through this. I swear I'll watch all movies next year.
10: Did you guys put your name and date at the top?
2: My name and date is on there. 4079. Hey, let's check in with Sir Gary. Sir Gary the Prophet, hideout news director. What's going on, Sir Gary? Good evening, Happy and Jacob. How are you tonight? How are you? I'm doing pretty good, thank you. Uh, What's been in the news, Sir Gary? Well, um, I guess you know that uh, Bob Woodruff,
13: CBS newscaster, he got hurt, you know, and he's in the hospital.
2: Mm -hmm. Yeah, we talked about that a little bit earlier on. How does that make you feel?
13: Uh, I, I I just pray to God that the Lord will heal his body and that he'll be able to get back on TV and do the news
2: again. But what about the rest of the troops? Do you pray for them the same way? Yes, I pray for them the same way. I pray
13: for God's guidance on them and God's wisdom. they got to protect them and guide them.
2: Now, by God, do you mean Allah? What's that? <laughs> right, just wondering. So Gary, where are you going to be on Sunday, my friend? Just Hardware and
13: Sunday the So Gary, you are a
2: wonderful
13: Come man. Back to you have a good evening enjoy your
2: program. You're uh angel on earth, my friend. An angel on earth. Hey, Dobbs. We talked about it a couple of nights ago, where those mm. kids, actually, I think it was out in Melbourne, uh, went around throwing cinder blocks throwing through cars. Yeah. By the way, we will be in Melbourne. Just made the announcement. Stunt Bowl. Tuttle. 17 stunts. One night. That February
3: is go- 17th.
2: Friday night, February 17th at Metro Entertainment. That's themetroentertainment.com is where to go for that one. That's on uh, New Haven.
15: Be there. Be there. Be there.
2: In West Melbourne. So, anyway, we are, uh, we're going to be out that way, but apparently mm. these guys got busted. These four, uh, I guess it was four of them, teenagers, threw 114 cinder blocks through car windows. Jesus. Here is the confession, or the informant tape, uh, of these cats.
9: What did you guys do? We busted up cinder blocks and threw them through people's windows. Are you serious? Yeah. Oh, my God, you guys are idiots. Cops windows. You at cops
2: windows? <laughs> yeah. but- so that was it. It was just a little 14-second what? clip. Wait, they called their friend their friend was taping them? Yeah. So apparently the friend was the informant. And we'll play it in a second. In a second. But the friend was like, you're stupid. You know, what are you oh, doing? Dude, you, threw- you have no skills. They threw him in the cops' windows, and then just to get the guy to repeat. And unfortunately, it clips off at the end. But you hear the kid go, yeah, and laughing. Alright, try one more time, Chunks. What did you guys
9: do? We busted up center and threw them through people's windows. Are you serious? Yeah. Oh my god, you guys are idiots. Dude, he threw them right cops' windows. Did he throw them at cops' windows? Yeah.
12: <laughs>
2: Hey. Now, how stupid do you have to be, first How old of all, are these kids? They're teenagers, aren't they, um, Assistant News Director Gibbs?
8: Yeah, they're, uh, two of them are adults, and the other two are 17 and 16. And remember, wow, they sound
2: much younger. And remember, this is the story where they were bored. They did it because they were bored, so they busted up, allegedly, cinder blocks and threw them through windows. Um... How pissed would you be, first of all, if you came out and saw Cinder Black through your, uh, through your windshield? Oh, I'd be livid. I mean... And then to secondly know that it was... Out of boredom? A couple of teenagers. I mean, what's the worst you ever did out of, out of boredom? I mean, we would, you know... What we'd do, would get drunk
3: and go punch street signs. <laughs> That's how bored we got, but we never damaged someone's property. I mean, we can't, we couldn't hurt a street sign by punching it.
2: So you're just basically out there trying to hurt yourself. Basically. Now what happened to good old masturbation? Wow, well, these know, kids were that bored. You can't do that when you're drunk. You're drunk as a teenager?
3: Yeah, we. Well, come on. What kid wasn't drunk as a teenager? Me. You missed out. I know. I really had a very lame childhood. Now that I look back on it. What we'd do, we'd get really drunk, stand by the side of the uh, or High, and get uh, stand by the side, Congratulations. Of the side of the street, put bull horns up on our heads, and act like we were buffalo running across the street you know, <laughs> when people would uh, drive up. You have to be kidding. And people would just stop like, what the hell are you doing? It was the stupidest thing ever, but it made us laugh.
2: Would you run out in front and turn like you were a deer caught in uh-huh. headlights and then keep running? Mm-hmm. I would be so livid. You're you're one of these morons. <laughs> Are you... We aren't damaging anybody's property.
3: You could have caused an accident. It was down in the backwoods of Fowlerville. No, you know we had to wait 20 minutes for a car to come up.
2: I couldn't imagine how scared I'd be if I see some kid running with horns, turn and look and go, oh, and then keep running. I think I was in the middle of uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre or so. Or we
3: would uh, tie like a dead piece of roadkill to the uh, end of a string and pull across the <laughs> road. Like it was actually running across the street, but it was already dead, just kind of hopping across.
2: Or? Or? All right, now you get all these stories. 407-916-1041. Now,
3: I do not recommend this. This is very dangerous. Uh, we would get a spotlight and... <laughs> run down the train tracks like while like, uh, cars are uh, driving through the train tracks, you know? And uh, there's some crossroads where the they didn't have like the bars to come down, so people would have to stop and look. And they'd stop, look over, see a big spotlight coming at them, think it's a train, and they'd just, just run right by them with a spotlight. <laughs> and they thought it was a train the whole time. Like it's a Three Stooges movie. <laughs>
2: You're so stupid. You're so proud of yourself. Oh, man. All right. Darkness says he would steal road signs, hang out by the railroad tracks in the middle of the night, party, drink, and fling poo on uh, people's windows. Whose poo? His own? Possibly.
8: What are you what?
2: laughing at, Chunks? Poo. <laughs> It's a bitching word. Now oh, we're back to that again? Mm-hmm. Never left. Tommy, what would you do out of boredom? Sleep. <laughs>
5: um, I would usually just call my friends up and go, God, I'm so bored. <laughs> <laughs> Why is not there anything to do? I'm so bored now. You should have got a spotlight. God, I'm bored. Or done something with your own poo. <laughs> I don't feel like doing anything, but I don't feel like sitting here and doing nothing. All right,
2: Gibbs, you're in the age range of these morons who did the center block thing. What do you do right now if you're bored? Uh, Aren't you between jobs anyway? Uh, yeah, uh, i pretty much do the call. I've always wanted to
8: raid a clan meeting. That'd be pretty fun. What? Just raid a clan meeting, like in the middle of just jump out of the trees and, and get black killed. Rules. Nah, I mean, don't, you know,
2: be, be quick about hey, it. You idiot. I don't know. I've never known anyone who said they wanted to raid a clan meeting. Of or order. find out where one was. <laughs> Matt, you're constantly bored. What are you doing? Eating? Uh, I used to play StarCraft a lot
6: and uh, watch TV. You know what I do now? Computer Risk. I just sit there and play Risk. I used to play chess on Yahoo.
2: Here's the thing. I don't know. I'm never bored.
6: Well, you aren't up at 4 a.m. You'd be bored then. Yeah. You can watch Revenge of the Nerds. Yeah.
3: I was watching <laughs> Revenge of the Nerds 3 the other night, giving the play-by-play to Matt Albert, <laughs> and he was calling the scene that was coming next. <laughs> I,
2: I don't even know how you can be bored. Now the
3: Japanese guy, Toyota's going to cook burgers,
2: <laughs> press them underneath his armpits. <laughs> what the hell? St. <laughs> Cloud, you're in the hideout.
13: Hey, what's up? Thanks for the idea, guys.
2: What idea? <laughs> The spotlight. No, you're not not gonna go do that, you little son of a bitch. You (laughs) better not. Thanks for the idea. What a dick.
3: (laughs) Son of a bitch. I told you it's not a good idea. Very dangerous. It's hard to rent a spotlight.
2: Four zero seven nine one. Yeah, where would you get the spotlight? Spotlight.
3: You can get it at. I'm not gonna give people information (laughs) on where to get spotlights from. It's easy though.
2: Spotlights are us. Basically. Sammy and Dade City are in the hideout. What's up, Sammy? Hey,
9: what's up, guys? Hey, bro. Hey, listen, I was just saying, I'm a boarder You guys want to have a little excitement. During Christmas time, just sit out there in a Walmart parking lot and just camp out and watch the fun.
2: Uh, you know what? Going people-watching is a very good thing to do when you're bored, Sammy. That's a good call. I We used to do people-watching all
3: the time, me and you, uh, when we would have a lot of downtime. But our... Homes are so far away
2: from work. We just when go we're to the at mall. at JFK, yeah, yeah, we'd go up to the mall and play the before and after game. Watch all the fat moms walk around with their beginning to balloon teenage daughters, and play before and after. That was always a lot of fun. though. Mm-hmm. we don't ever do that anymore. Nah, we th- live. Too, we work too close to home now. Yeah, I guess that's true. It would be kind of fun to go up to the and go play the game at the Altamont Mall or even the Mall Millennia. I still have not been to the Mall Millennium. No, I don't even
5: know where that is.
2: It's the real big one on the way down to uh, Universal. And where? Yeah, if you go to the
5: airport, I try sure not to drive out that way.
2: I know. Yeah, I don't blame
5: you. I don't like driving anywhere. Actually, I don't even like driving here every day. <laughs> <laughs> it's like five minutes too long.
8: It's like it's three minutes. minutes. Yeah. Oh
2: crap. Oh god, you <laughs> son of a bitch! Zephyr just came running in here. Oh my god! Here gave <laughs> me a heart attack. Oh, you ass! And he brings in a shotgun, shot. gun. Get this out of here, you oh. maniac! I was just... You know, oh, I thought was it was that, talk radio. I, I thought we were done. Oh, you ass. I hate you. Oh, my God. <laughs> God. That's what we got to deal with if we lose our Oscars. Great idea, Hefe. <laughs> Joey in Joeyville, you're in the hideout. What's up, Joey? I, I, I like the train idea. I'm, I'm going to the train track right now. I oh, know. Stop it. You're not... There are no train Stop tra- taking those calls, Hefe. <laughs> no <laughs> you're train, train soon. <laughs> Senor Hamburglar, you're in the hideout. What do you got? Nice shirt. When
12: I'm bored, I like
7: to go out and... Oh god, I like to go out and just find a really nice dog and rape it. Okay, what's wrong with you? What the hell? What the hell was
2: that? Oh my god! Kids! Alright, play, play that clip again.
9: What did you guys do? We put firebox and threw them through people's windows. Are you serious? Yeah. Oh, my God,
2: you guys are idiots. Dude, he's throwing crazy cops windows. threw throwing that cops windows. <laughs> <Yeah. sighs> Toasty
13: stuff here in the hideout. Hey, man, these kids nowadays are sick. They're sick in the head. Mm-hmm. What we like to do when we're bored, we get a bunch of friends, and we play Walmart Survivor. We see who can stay alive in Walmart the longest. We fall asleep. We make forts in the couch sections. So we just go crazy in Walmart.
2: Alright, that's kind of funny. And then who, can, who can stay along without getting kicked out? You know what?
3: We used to do a thing in like uh, Meijer or Walmart or whatever it was. Um, you get kicked out every time. Uh, ham bowling. Where you get a ham, like one of those big hams, set up like some two-liters at the end of the aisle and just go bowling with the hams. It's a hideout row
2: radio 104.1. Hideout row radio 104.1. By the way, that's going to happen tomorrow morning on the Monsters at 8.30. Matt Albert and his punishment for breaking Dirty Jim's guitar. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. 978 we are about to get to what's on the web. And also, the last qualification for the night to win the uh, $1,000 recliner from the wholesale furniture market. Wayne and Kissimmee are in the hideout first. What do you got, Wayne?
11: Uh, we used to go out like to all these uh, you know developments that were still being built, and they'd have porta-potties all over the place. We'd go uh, with uh, my buddy in his pickup truck and just go and tip them over.
2: All right, now just tipping Some, over? Someone has to clean that up. That That's doesn't wrong. seem nice. That's not in good-natured fun like the no. spotlight idea Dubs is encouraging everyone to do. I'm not encouraging anybody to do that.
3: It's very dangerous. You should not even come close to it while walking on anybody's train tracks. Now, what is funny with a porta-potty? Uh, if you can find ones that don't have, like, really the ventilation, put in a smoke bomb in there. So, you know, you aren't destroying any property. You just, the next person who goes opens up, gets a face full of smoke. Poo smoke. Mm-hmm. Is there any better?
2: All right, time for uh, What's on the Web with uh, Tommy Bateman. Uh, go to the hideout page on realradio.fm, where, by the way, we now have podcasting. We should t- While we're talking about What's on the Web... Tell me about the podcasting that we have for
10: the hideout, Chunks. What is this? Well, the podcasting is an amazing thing. It gives everyone around the world a chance to uh, get clips of our show. Okay. And as instructed, uh, I have one clip up there, I guess, from the rant I did on Friday night. I don't really remember it, but I guess I got pretty upset. But if you have an iPod... I guess you could just go to iTunes and you can download the segment onto onto your iPod and take it with you. Take it to go, take it to the gym. What are the two categories we have right now? Two categories we have right now are best stuff from uh, like the previous day, like uh one or two segments from what happened the day before. So there'll be a new segment on there tomorrow, one of the segments from today. Okay. And, I think uh, the
2: last segment should go on.
10: Yeah. And, uh, Chuck's Fat Man Diaries.
2: Okay, so an entire segment's for you and your crappy storytelling?
10: You I'm very Ruckster. willing to take suggestions. We're, we're, uh, we're allowed a couple more categories. So All if right, so has we have two things
2: up there for podcasting now, and they're both about you.
10: Um, no. They're not both featured around me. One of them was featured on a commentary about a couple women. You know what I mean? That has to do. But it's you, not so us. So
2: everything's gonna that's gonna be picked is gonna be you.
10: No, no, I, I just you, you told me the, the I, last week. To, I thought I <laughs> in my. It's the hideout with El Hefe and J Do you think we could be on it somewhere in the podcasting? Yeah, no, I just I was just going. Yeah. Oh boy. I'll uh, delete them.
2: Well, we may as well leave them up since they're up, so people can download them. Uh. Hideout page on RobRadio.fm. Uh, Tommy Bateman doing really a bang up job on there. You got the uh, Matt Albert logo now, which is new to it, and uh, directions for the Hideout Happy Hour tomorrow with Tommy Bateman. Although it says join porn star slash male model, well, that's accurate. <laughs> and I like under what he's going to show it. I like under what's new. Unfurl it, more like it. We have all the stuff uh, that's new. So, tonight, what's on the web? I'm clicking on that part. And what is on the web, Tommy Bateman? It's this little thing. I don't even know what the
5: backstory is. I think it's almost funny if you make your own up. It's probably the worst halftime show I've ever seen in my life. There's these, like, eight or nine kids, they're the young adults, that are just singing simply the best. And they all are terrible, if not retarded. I know one kid is definitely retarded. I'm not sure if the others are. Or I not. saw a
3: few of them on this that were definitely retarded. And it was
5: a halftime show for what a soccer game? I guess it doesn't really. All I've, you see in the stands is people holding their ears when they're quote unquote singing. And I don't know if this is like a make a you know wish foundation or like radio contest or or what. But I think Hooch is actually middle here, singing. If if you see the picture, you'll <laughs> see what I mean. Uh, So we'll just play it now.
12: Alright,
2: the video for this is on the website, by the way, realradio.fm. What's on the web? To get the full effect, you have to see the images.
5: Here's a retarded kid.
12: What me a they
8: Song really singing it sounds familiar. Simply
5: the best here's who it's-
3: Sounds like a dirty dancing song.
5: I think, I think it seemed to turn as simply the best.
2: Oh, God, that's so awful. Now, is this the one where the crowd is literally
5: booing and laughing? Yeah, they just showed a woman holding her ears and laughing at it. Are they retarded? I, yeah. I don't know if they all are, but... At least 90% of them. Oh, oh now the, the really retarded kid in the white shirt is spinning around and dancing in the middle.
2: All right, He's I, chasing I, tail. Yeah. <laughs> I'm looking at that. Isn't that the guy who does promotions at Magic? No comments. <laughs> it looks like him. Woo! Yeah. Wait,
5: I think the worst singers are actually right
12: here.
5: Now the guy just looks so proud of himself because he read it off of a cue card he had hidden in his hand.
12: As I get loved, <laughs> I get washed away.
5: Alvin's
3: retarded brother.
2: You think... Yes, All right. I'm getting word that they're Germans. They're not retarded. I don't know. They're retarded Germans then. Yeah, Germans are retarded. retarded. Not like midgets. Yeah. <laughs> they...
12: <laughs> <laughs> what the hell? It's
6: like they were racing to the note. <laughs>
2: Oh, my goodness. Well, that was fantastic. That was awful. It was just... uh... Bobo says that's a new band. Syndrome of a Down. (laughs) (laughs) Bobo gets I Am Award of the Night. Congratulations, Bobo and Be more Epic. Syndrome of a Down. Oh, wow. I
5: mean, I... They obviously aren't singers. Do I know you that's think surprising. they were running a bit? No, because no. they were,
2: like, way into it. They were, like, really trying. Because I'd love for us to be able I know the Monsters uh, at the Super Bowl of Motorsports did the uh, uh, National Anthem. What if maybe we got to go out with the Heretics when we did it? Oh, wait, we did do something like that. That was a telethon. Yeah. Where we well, were not singing like retards. I'm
3: sure that's floating around on the website somewhere. It's simply the best. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Oh, boy.
5: All right, what else is on the web, Tommy Bateman? I found out the truth about Chuck Norris. Uh-oh. You know all those quote-unquote facts about Chuck Norris? They're all false.
2: No, they're not. They're they're real. No? Okay, yes, no. they are. Matt Albert was uh, probably about six weeks ago or so was the first one to really bring these up to us. <laughs> let me tell you. Let, let, me, let
6: me ask you. Is this real? Chuck Norris' tears cure cancer. Too bad he's never cried. Ever. <laughs>
5: No, that is actually false, and the uh, the thing I found today proves it. What? Proof. Chuck Norris' semen cures cancer.
6: Too bad he has AIDS. <laughs> oh. oh, my God. <laughs> I, alleged. Alleged. Chuck Norris does not sleep. He waits. Now, that's real.
5: No, it's actually the real thing is Chuck Norris does not sleep. He lies awake in regret.
6: Now, you're just making, like, false... Accusations. Uh, this is real. I saw it uh, in law text. Chuck Norris is currently suing NBC, claiming law and order or trademark names for his left and right legs
5: that's humorous but incorrect it is actually chuck norris is suing abc claiming hope and faith are trademark names for his left and right breasts
2: all right <laughs> this that's not that's not true all right that's on the web uh four seven nine one six one four, four. what other ones do you have this is a fact the chief export of
5: chuck norris is pain no 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 the chief export of chuck norris is diarrhea <laughs>
6: That's just childish. <laughs> <laughs> that is just childish. You're right. It's, it's just it's just mean for the sake of being mean. I, I w- this is true. If you can see Chuck Norris, he can see you. If he can't, if you can't see Chuck Norris, you may only be seconds away from death.
5: Hmm. I think this that one may be correct because the one I have was if you can see Chuck Norris, he can see you. If you can't see Chuck Norris, you might not realize how poorly he's aged.
2: I right, hold on a second. <laughs> Let me. I, I'm now. I've, I've. I went to the website. <laughs> Hideout page, realradio.fm. I clicked on what's on the web. Let I me mean, read some of these to you, dubs. Okay. Chuck Norris listens to Fallout Boy and cries. True. Chuck Norris has a summer home on Brokeback Mountain. <laughs> Chuck Norris adopted a young black child so he could test out his racist jokes first. <laughs> Chuck Norris doesn't like fat chicks. He loves them. Chuck Norris sits down to pee. Chuck Norris uses live rattlesnakes as condoms. Tiny baby rattlesnakes.
6: <laughs> See, it's all true. No, actually, Chuck Norris is one eighth Cherokee. This has nothing to do with his ancestry. This man ate an Indian. <laughs>
5: actually, what I heard is that he's one eighth Grand Cherokee, and it's just the jeep he drives.
6: <sighs> Why? Why? Chuck Norris does not hunt because the word hunting implies probability of failure. Chuck Norris goes killing.
2: (laughs) Hold on. Actually... This one you can't even say. Uh, I'll have to clean it up. Chuck Norris gives oral for cab fare, then walks home. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, that
5: hunting one Matt said is almost correct. It's Chuck Norris does not hunt because the word hunting implies the chance of success. Chuck Norris wanders around aimlessly with a gun. Oh That's my. the fact.
2: No. Okay, this one is hilarious, but I don't think I can say it on the radio. Dubs, come here and read this one real fast. This is uh, you got to go to the hideout page on uh, at what's on the web. I'll give you a fact. On- <laughs> 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 hilarious! I don't think I can say that on the air. No, you can't just point to me and say yes. Say
3: and dump at so the internet people can hear it. No, because what if there's a dump malfunction? It's after
2: 10. If there's a dump malfunction, who cares? All right. We don't know what it is, but Chuck Norris won't suck one, but he will hold it in his mouth till it goes soft. <laughs> <laughs> and I dumped it. Oh, God. Chuck Norris voted for Bush in the 2000 election. I like how that's a cut down. I think that's probably true. Oh, my goodness. Well. Chuck Norris, phony. The anti-Chuck Norris ads are already out.
5: Chuck Norris sang in that halftime show. Fact.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I don't think that's true. Chuck Norris is actually uh, Jenny Jackson's left (laughs) breast. Here's what's so funny. Chuck Norris isn't singing it, but all his kids did. (laughs) Here's what's funny. This one is a Chuck Norris cut down, but it's actually true about Matt Albert. Chuck Norris is a chronic, self-deprecating masturbator. That's Matt. That's that would go at your title. That would that's what you would put on your business card. Oh my. Ah, oh, these are there are thousands of them too. Alright. Chuck Norris Urinates Zima. It's the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. Coming
12: up next on the
2: Hideout. You really you really should uh, check out the Hideout page on RealRadio.fm and uh, go to what's on the web. Good job with that Tommy Bateman. Hey, who wants to win a thousand dollar recliner? To chance to get qualified coming up. The hideout on Real Radio 104.1. the so Hideout Real Radio 104.1. Coming down the home stretch on a Wednesday night. 407-916-1041. Triple eight nine seven eight one
3: 888 star one oh four one if you have a singular wireless phone.
2: Ten hours away from Matt Albert settling is uh making his atonement to the Monsters for breaking their guitar. That will happen tomorrow morning at 8.30. Um, 407-916-1041, 888 Dubs, a couple of big things uh, mm. have been announced tonight. Well, the main is that we, the hideout, going to Melbourne for the 2006 Stunt Bowl. Tuttle does 17 stunts in one night. Uh, All of the Helmet of Pain stunts that have been done. Helmet of Pain. We're going to be doing it in Melbourne at the Metro. uh, TheMetroEntertainment.com. That's on uh, West Haven Avenue in West Melbourne. And uh, it sounds badass. Like a movie theater, nightclub, a lounge. uh, All kinds of fun stuff. I know that they have alcohol, which is going to be perfect. Thinking about getting hotel rooms out there. Miss Melinda, who... Does all her? She comes in to promote her play. Mm-hmm. She'll get topless. Her theater apparently is right next door to the metro. I'm talking to her on I.M. right now. She couldn't be any more excited. She is so stoked that we're coming down to Melbourne. As a lot, everybody else we've talked to, anyone in that area, I recommend Tuttle and 17 Stunts in one night for the Helmet of Pain. That is Friday, February 17th. Okay. 17 yeah. Stunts on the 17th night. Perfect way to remember it. Now Dubs on the 10th. We are broadcasting live here in Orlando at the Premier Adult Factory Outlet for the Supermarket Sweep, or a variation thereof. Getting you qualified, 104 seconds to run through the Premier Adult Factory Outlet. 104 on the 10th. That doesn't really work. Uh, Not quite. And um, have all kinds of games. It's two live broadcasts within a week of each other. Difference. Two totally, completely different shows. One of them's game shows and pornography Beautiful. That's a premiere. The other one is stunts and alcohol out in Melbourne. You should try to make it to both. Because we have the new edition of the Hideout Beat Somebody t-shirts. They have the the flag on the front. And uh, it's really just going to be an amazing time that week. And February is already so booked. Plus, we have the Hideout Bowling League we haven't even begun to talk about yet.
3: Ten-inch dildos on the 10th.
2: Okay. that um, I guess that could work. Just Se- ways to remember it. 17 stunts on the 17th in Melbourne, 10-inch dildos on the 10th at Premier. If it yes. fits. If that, yeah, just if it oh, All right, all right, all right. I'm just saying if... Chris in Melbourne, you're in the hideout. What's up, Chris?
9: Hey, guys. Welcome to Melbourne. Coming up, we're going to come out and check you guys out. Uh, awesome. I was going to suggest if you need hotel places to stay, I can suggest some really nice places close to the West Melbourne uh, venue, or there's some nice hotels out on the beach.
2: All right, see, I want to do, I really want to turn it into a whole party. I really would like to do something right there, very close to the metro. Uh, can you do this? Can you email chunks, chunks at WTKS.com? He turned up his radio so he could hear himself. Chunks at WTKS.com if you have an idea of where we can stay in Melbourne. All right, now Miss Melinda's offering beers, she's going to help us out with hotel rooms. Some ideas and places. Nice. Maybe we go crash at her place. Her and Shaggy. And we just go crash their house. Heretic slumber party at Miss Melinda's. That could even be even better, now that I think about it. 407 916 888-978-1041. So dubs, check all the website uh RealRadio.fm to get all of the information that you're gonna need. Now, Zeppelin is here, Hideout Heretic. That was the other big announcement tonight, in case you're just now joining us. We have made Oscar predictions and bet who the winners are going to be. The bet is whoever gets the fewest amount right has to go camping out on the Bushnell Farm slash ranch with Chick-fil-A, John, Zeppelin, John Locke, Hideout Heretics, the, the cream of the crop when it comes to the Heretics. Love them. Problem Zeppelin's a maniac, and he has a tendency to. Well, you always sleep with a gun, right? Of course, why not? Uh, not in the tent with whoever loses. You, can you at least keep the gun outside of the tent?
16: I won't load it. <sighs> that stare he's
5: got right now. The other person can have the bullets in their pockets.
2: <laughs> All right, as a f- now you say because you you served our country. Do you still wake up in the middle of the night with nightmares?
16: I would rather not talk about that. Just, we're just worried
3: about sleeping there. You have a gun.
2: I, think that, was enough, I think that was enough of an answer. I think that's a yes. All right, Chick-fil-A John says he hopes the winner or loser of the Oscar thing is Matt Albert. That way he and Zeppelin can camp out. And, by so, the way, Chick-fil-A John said he will uh, videotape and have photos of the entire thing for the website. By the way, Chick-fil-A John, just the best. Um. Then he says we can weigh Matt on the cattle scale.
3: And I know what uh, Zepp- Zeppelin's big thing about uh, big game hunting. It'll work out perfect for him. Zeppelin- He's a really fat version of surviving the game. it will be the biggest thing I've killed in, ever. it
6: <laughs> will be like Running Man.
16: <laughs> you know, latex. Sub-zero, now, plain 0 it It'd be like the fat opera singer from Zeppelin, would
10: you-, would you teach us how to hunt? If uh, if, we went out there and had a camp with you?
16: But of course. I'll teach you how to skin and gut and cook and clean and all that fun stuff. (laughs) (laughs) The
2: grin and (laughs) Just close your eyes. It'll be over soon. All right. So that's going on. Now, Zeppelin, just to get an idea, you said you won't be at the open door this Friday. Why is that?
16: I will be out fighting Yankees.
2: All right. He's uh, out fighting the Civil War. Again.
16: Again. Um, I'm for a, real this time. It's, it's always real.
2: <laughs> now, you guys, and this is something I didn't realize, you guys pick different sides for the Civil War reenactment every
16: weekend? Yeah, it's on Saturday, usually the North wins, and on Sunday, the South wins. It's...
2: How did the South win? How come the South gets a chance to win?
16: You're in Florida. There's a lot of people <laughs> but that the... still think this war is still going on. Oh, God.
2: And we'll be camping with one of them. Oh, yes. <laughs> Obviously. Okay. Let's see. Uh, here's another email from Chick-fil-A John. Oscar thing, welcome to camp, camp out. That's near the house, so they have a bathroom and a kitchen. Bushnell is probably the place we'll do it. As for the Melbourne thing, and I actually thought about the hotel specifically for you guys on the west side of town. Coming all the way out, because it's two and a half hours of driving. And I think at the very least, we either get hotels, or more than likely, I think Miss Melinda's going to let us crash at her place. She said sure thing. House party. This is going to be too much fun. Look out, Melbourne. Here comes the hideout. I'm still thinking about the camping. I'm trying to do everything I can to get that out of my head.
10: Yeah, um... Chick-fil-A John brings up a good point. What about, like, animals, like coyotes and stuff like that? Yeah, I, Zeppelin just raised his hand immediately.
16: I've already killed off the majority of the living creatures within a three-mile radius of Chick-fil-A John's ranch. Uh, outside outside of cows and maybe I can't there's a panther worked. out there I haven't killed yet. A I'm panther? On.
2: Yeah. All right, you've got to kill that thing before the Oscars. No. Find it's, the panther. No, Brian, it'll
5: make good radio. Brian said he'd take care of it. He'll eat the panther's ankles. Yeah, he's coming out, he said. Actually, he said he's only going out if his jefe's
16: going, but he's not sure yet. He's hoping it's one of those little pup tents that the feet stick out of the back of it. There'll be a pup tent in the morning. All
2: right, they say coyotes. Chick-fil-A John says coyotes. Look out for the coyotes. Oh, son of a bitch. What are we thinking, dude? What are we thinking? You. You. This is your idea.
3: And,
10: and I'm picturing it, too. This nut over here is going to get drunk. Go, look at this gun. <laughs> yeah, here's the,
2: there's to be no drink in Zeppelin. Why? Yeah. All right. Here's. No. Nah, I'm going to say Zeppelin cannot drink. If you're going to have a firearm, you cannot drink. I say it's uh, whoever's rules that
3: ends up going out there. I and if if more than one person loses, everybody has to agree on
2: those rules. Oh, Jesus. And if you don't agree, there are no rules. All right, Miss Melinda says she has to talk to her husband, Shaggy, but she's thinking the sleepover can happen. Is Brian hell? Peppers going to be at that one? All right, Brian Peppers isn't going to be at anything because he's not real. You, you didn't get the website?
3: The, the point of this is he, uh, he sent me a text message on my phone. He said he, uh, he just bought a brand-new empty tea bag to sleep in, so... <laughs>
2: The Hideout Rural Radio 104.1 <laughs> Tomorrow night in the mo- uh, Tomorrow morning In the Monsters will be in here At 8.30 As Matt Albert Has to atone To the Monsters For breaking the guitar Oh you son of a bitch
12: <laughs>
2: I really don't want To uh, have to deal I love Russ And I Just don't want To be on his bad side Oh like I do Why are you
3: Flipping off the mic Right now
2: I don't know. <laughs> hey, hideout! It's your phone calls. Whatever you want to talk about. Hey, 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 hideout. Come into
13: the hideout.
12: Into the hideout. Into the hideout. Four zero seven nine one six one
2: zero four one triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one star one zero four one on your singular wireless phones. Senor Hamburglar, back in the hideout. What you got? That,
12: those Germans singing? Mm-hmm. They sound a lot like when me. Brian peppers and chunks go and rape dogs.
2: Okay, what? Well, you can't, that cannot be your bit. I don't know why.
12: <laughs>
2: and
3: here's audio from the dog. Okay. Stop. 407
2: 916 that's coming from both ends. 888 Oh, boy. Kyle in Orlando, you're next up in the hideout. Kyle. Yeah. <laughs> it's the same guy.
3: I don't know. All kids so insane to me.
6: Especially when they're crying.
3: 407 <laughs> uh, 916 You know what? I'm you said done. you wanted candy, boy.
2: I'm done with hey Hideout for tonight. Why? First time doing it in a while. Yeah, uh, because the dog rape. I'm literally fixated on this son of a bitch, Zeppelin, and what's going to go on. No, and I don't want to kill stuff. I want to stay alive, Zeppelin, if we're going camping with you. Sometimes to stay alive, you have to kill things. Is this Heretic TL? Hey, guys, what's up? What's up, man?
9: Oh, I just uh I had a suggestion. I think I know how to solve all of your uh guitar problems.
2: Okay, the guitar problem tomorrow, yeah.
9: Here's what you do. Now we all know that the uh one of the R's in triple R stands for races, right? <laughs> so we can sell Matt Albert into an indentured servitude to, to
15: the monster until <laughs> right. he pays off the guitar.
2: Hey, I'm willing to do that, TL. I'm willing to go to that point. By the way, let me commend you for giving me the copy of the boondocks. I've gotten through the first couple of episodes. What a fantastic show.
9: Oh, you're going to love episode
13: five, man. All
2: right, I may actually, when I head home, I may watch it tonight, uh, now that I think about it. Hey, thank you, T.L. Appreciate it, brother. All
13: right, man.
2: Indentured servitude. Basically, that's what's going on now with us. Basically. It's bitching, though. Ben in Melbourne, you're in the hideout. What's up, Ben?
9: Not much, man. How you doing?
2: All right. Hey,
9: uh, do you guys watch the State of the Union?
2: Yeah, we actually, we had it on the air last night. We did the uh, Hideout History Theater 5000, where we uh, basically talked over it and goofed the whole time.
15: (laughs) So you didn't really pay attention, though? (laughs) Yeah, I mean, we did. Why? Um, Because I had heard, because
9: I didn't watch it. I missed it. I was too busy um, sleeping. But I I heard that we're going to go to war with Iran and Pakistan now. All
2: right, here's the thing. The way he was talking yesterday... It was the way he was talking right before we were going to war with Iraq. Pretty much setting the table for Iran, here we come. So it looks amazingly like that to me, Ben. By the way, we're gonna be out in your neighborhood, Melbourne. On the seventeenth. Seventeenth stunts of the seventeenth with Tuttle at the Metro.
11: Be there.
2: Dub's what happens if we go to war with Iran. When will we do it? When? when? If
3: if uh If they've already got it planned, I would say six months.
2: No, there's no way we would be going to war in six months.
3: Build ourselves another coalition and get to it.
16: Yeah, Zeppelin, you were in the uh, Marines. Well, you know what Iraq is uh, referred to loosely as now? It's considered the spearhead, because if you look at it, we've got Kuwait and Iraq, and we've got all of the Middle Eastern countries divided in half. We've got Iran to our right, Syria, and Palestine to our left. We've got, with the takeover of Hamas and the terrorists coming in from Syria, and Iran and Pakistan and Afghanistan, we've pretty much thrust ourselves like a spearhead into the middle of the Arab beast, as they say. It is very intimate, imminent, because Iran has been... You've got to look at their new president, their new leader. They were... He was part of the hostage. He seems to have a nice beard, though. They've they've all got pretty cool beards.
2: And he seems to wear uh, nice suits. That's the interesting thing about him. And you very rarely see it. A guy with a nice suit and just an incredibly shaggy beard. Right. No, you're right, though. And it seems more and more this is what Iraq was all about, getting us a nice place to launch the other attacks from.
16: One year. One year we will be there.
2: All right, one year. Oh boy.
16: Well, and so it begins, straight ups. I'll do a remote.
2: Are, would you go back?
16: I have to till 2007, buddy. Oh, you're still all signed up? Yeah, I'm in active reserve. I'm subject to active duty recall to any minute till August wow. 17th of 2007.
2: Oh man, we gotta go camping with you. <laughs> well, I gotta
16: keep my skills honed.
2: <laughs> no, no. Stay away from the gear shifts, too, while we're camping. Hey. Yeah, because he's got other things to be attending to. It's the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. It's the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. Wrapping it up on Wednesday night. 407-916-1041, 888-978-1041,
3: star 1041 888 1041 if you have a singular wireless phone.
2: All right, Doves. Heard it first in the Hideout. Some of the big stories for tomorrow. Uh, that'll be just kind of talked about everywhere. Bush says, "Don't expect oil price breaks." He def- he defended the huge profits of Exxon Mobil Corp, saying they're simply a result of the marketplace, and that consumers, or stocked with soaring energy costs, should not expect price breaks. Wow, addicted- that doesn't seem fair. Uh no, not at all. We're addicted to oil, and guess who's profiting off of it? Uh, Me. Qu-
3: no, wait. I get nothing.
2: Mm. Doctors give comatose Sharon a feeding tube. And honestly, he could probably go without eating for a little while. Yeah. He could use a nice little coma diet. He's is a very big man. You gotta figure he's starving. How long has he been in this condition, the stroke? Um. About three weeks? More than that, right? Since the fourth. Yeah, so almost four weeks. Where did January go? It literally just completely flew by. Yeah, think think how it is for Sharon, too.
3: Yeah, it can't be a good situation for him.
2: White House. Chernoff faulted over Katrina. They say that uh, Homeland Security Chief Michael Chernoff failed to provide decisive action when Hurricane Katrina struck. Hey, Chunks, I have a story real fast that I'd like for you to play. Let me see. Let me look at my audio listing. I believe it was from yesterday, track two, about FEMA having equipment and not using it. Pop that one in real fast. Eh, it's two minutes long. You know what? Maybe we shouldn't.
3: Yeah, that would take us all the way to the end there.
2: Basically, here was... Eh, don't worry about it. Basically, here's the story. Uh FEMA offered by, I think it was the Department of the Interior, which had all of this stuff already lined up. Is that up. the Gager? No. Hmm. bulldozers, they had bulldovers, tractors. I think this place could use some pastels. Dump trucks, just everything you really needed. And they offered it up to FEMA. FEMA was like, nah, it's all right. So I think it's the Department of the Interior was like, eh, we we have it. We tried to give it to them. FEMA wasn't interested. I don't get that. People, manpower, they had all this stuff. And basically they were sending the report. Somehow you can understand if it was private companies.
3: And even private
2: companies, though, like Walmart and everything, sent water over and they said no. Here's what I'm thinking, and this is a conspiracy of mine. You know the Republicans and the conservatives want to privatize everything. To me, maybe this whole thing was about showing how private business could handle things better than the government, and that's why the government faltered a little bit But somehow Walmart was there to come to the rescue. So that way we can sell out more of our opportunities when it comes to disasters. This cleanup brought to you by Walmart and Halliburton.
3: You know what? I would say yes if they allowed uh, Walmart to come in and save the day. And then they could have run a whole fluffy piece of how Walmart was the savior for Katrina. But they turned them away. I, I just think it was incompetence and stupidity
2: on the highest level. It's easy to say that, but man, I'm not putting anything past anything now. Because you kept hearing about how these private companies are coming to the rescue, and they had this stuff available. But they didn't rescue, though. So. But still, it was out there that they could have. I'm completely turning into Mel Gibson from Conspiracy Theory. Um. I, I'd rather have you be the diehard one. He wasn't in Die Hard. Lethal the, Weapon. Lethal Weapon. Sorry. West Virginia governor seeks halt in coal production. I guess there were two more mine workers killed Wednesday in separate accidents. And isn't that what the president said we're going to go to now, coal? Coal, ethanol? Doing what he can to lower standards and make sure that... uh... He's done it with the presidency. Wow. I just can't even deal with this anymore. If the Democrats don't take back the House and Congress in 2006, just for the plain and simple fact of having some sort of checks and balances in the United States of America, uh, we're screwed, dude. Zeppelin's talking to me off air about what's going on with him and still being in active reserves and all kinds of silliness. You know we're going on a war with Iran. I say by this time next year, we're uh, at war with Iran. I say six months. And that one's going to be nasty, dude.
3: I say by the start of next football season.
2: Hell, there may not be a
10: football season.
2: What?
3: Yeah, I am being affected. Now this is your war. They can have uh, Maurice Claret, leave the rest of them alone.
2: He's going to have to do something. Yeah. I think
3: uh, army. I probably army wouldn't even take him right now. He wouldn't even get drafted there.
2: Oh jeez. All right. I guess that's it for tonight. Zappa, thank you for stopping by and scaring the hell out of us. And I guess we'll be cam- somebody will be camping with you. Yeah. I can't wait. Depending on the Oscars. Yeah, that's that's fabulous. Very excited about dying with you out in Bush now. Don't forget, two live broadcasts, two completely different shows. You have to be at both of them. Hideout Broadcasting Live, Friday, February 10th, my birthday at the Premier Adult Factory Outlet with a supermarket sweep shopping spree through the Premier Adult Factory Outlet on uh, OBT. Then the next Friday, the 17th, Tuttle, stunts on the 17th, Tuttle and 17 stunts on the 17th out in melbourne at the metro brand new t-shirts everybody always asking how do i get a t-shirt how do i get a t-shirt
3: yeah be somebody you gotta show up to the live broadcast it's your only chance
2: exactly
3: and be somebody's on
2: the back of this one with the hideout flag on the front
3: yes yeah, our first time with a new logo on the front uh, completely not new logo but a new design on the front of our shirts
2: so now's the opportunity to be I... They're collectors they really are because they're the first ones with the flag we always try to make every T-shirt different. So what is this, third or fourth edition? I think it's the fourth edition Fourth. Of hideout T-shirts uh, here in Central Florida. We the Don't be ashamed. We had the
3: Be Somebody. We had the uh,
2: um, Question Authority. Question, Question Authority. Authority which, now, uh, isn't that the one you're wearing? Yeah, you're wearing the Question Authority T-shirt. So second edition of Be Somebody, but this time with the hideout flag on the front. And we'll have those at both broadcasts. And I'm working on tote bags.
3: And doormats, which we will sell. Belt buckles, by any chance?
2: Does he really have belt buckles? Yeah. Oh. O'Reilly has belt buckles. Fuzzy slipper. All right, and uh, Matt Albert, uh, because of you, we're going to be in on the monsters tomorrow at 8:30. Normally, it's because of fun and happiness. Instead, it's because you broke a guitar and we got to make good. Does he have any underwear? Like on the back, it says the rim stops here. Wake up with our buddies, the monsters in the morning, you know We're we will. Shannon mid middays if he's feeling better tomorrow. Uh, Phillips file in the afternoon. We're back at seven. Don't be ashamed to entertain listening to the Hideout on Road Radio one oh four point one. Funniest night show in America and the best nighttime entertainment in Orlando. 407-916-916. No.
3: Oh. Be somebody and always talk good. Stay classy. <laughs>
2: hey, question of thirty. We are bitch. Five
12: thousand. Five thousand. Five thousand. Five thousand. Five thousand. No. 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 Shut up. Stop it, you win, you fake! Shut up! Shut up! Shut up!
6: I be smacking my hoes, <laughs> and everyone knows it goes. Kick him to the floor, Step 'em em hard,
12: stepping hard, kick to the floor, cause I be smacking
7: my hoes, I be smacking my hoes, I be smacking my hoes! I'm not interested. I do
10: five thousand.